This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It is a freaking Wednesday. I, I thought it would be easy. I gotta explain to you guys what happened to me on Twitter today. It's gonna it's gonna play into our opening segment here on the show. But I thought it was gonna be easy for me to go and uh, respond to a Mr. Michael Malice, who I just found out existed today, and apparently I've made his fans big mad. <laughs> Uh, but I, I was going to go and try to uh, post the link to the Troll Patrol, but I've had so many responses that I can't actually find the original thread. <laughs> oh my god, and I've had a million people call me Groomer. But I don't know if that has anything to do with the Michael Malice shit. Michael Malice I was making fun of for sucking... Elon Musk's cock. God damn! This is the most interaction I've ever had on Twitter. Here, I'll show you. This is the most interaction I've ever had on fucking Twitter. I'm having to scroll through all of this shit. I can't... I can't... I can't... Because I, 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 I kept responding to people. I mean, I'm in deep here. I'm the worst pirate they've ever heard of. <laughs> uh, arg. Uh, you look like a hobo that somebody donated a suit to for a fast food job interview. <laughs> uh, see, I fucking laugh when jokes are uh, good about me. Ooh. Vegan plumbing supplies and much more. What in the fuck? I don't even know what that means. Get a haircut and a hat. I, uh, did you, you sent me a video or some shit. I don't know. I haven't got a chance to check it out yet. I've, I've, I've been caught up in this. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to get to Michael Malice himself. I'm trying to get to the, because he retweeted me. Uh, dude, dude said, uh, looks don't decide bare knuckle boxing match streamed live. I'd watch my response was make it happen. I'd love to destroy all the idiots opinions of you. We can also debate if you aren't man enough for bare knuckles. Uh, but I want to, I want to get to his actual fucking pose. You look hideous, hideous. Come on. Come on. Here here was my thing. Is like they told me that he was manlier than me. <laughs> I put up a poll. I was like, who is manlier? Me or Michael Malice? <laughs> and look, I'm, I'm I'm doing this to his fans, so of course I'm gonna get ratioed on it. But come on. I I hands down look manlier than that little weasel. Look at this look at this dude. There's a picture of him next to, um, what's that dude's name? Uh, Kilmeade? That Brian Kilmeade from Fox? Look at this dude! This is why I am confident I could take him in a bare-knuckle boxing match. <laughs> Look at this little scrawny motherfucker. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know if I'd call it going viral. I just, uh, I got dogpiled by a bunch of idiots. But apparently this dude is some kind of, uh, big shot podcaster. He was actually on Timcast about four days ago talking about the don't say gay bill. So I think it's a fantastic opportunity for us to watch that video, make fun of him, and then correct the record about the don't say gay bill. Because you can be assured that Tim Poole did not tell you the truth. However, I got the truth over here. I'm still... I (laughs) I can't fucking find the actual... I guess I'll have to go to my profile here because I retweeted Michael (laughs) Mallon. Oh, fuck. Maybe, Maybe I can find it this way. Uh, there we go. Who the fuck is Michael Malice? My only exposure to him is watching him suck Musk on Twitter. So there we go. We can actually respond to Malice with our video. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he is live right now on his channel. So we aren't going to get Michael Malice coming to... They are They are debating uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson on the Senate floor right now. That's what I wanted to start with. But we, we, we got to talk about Michael Malice here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because I was, I was going to start off talking about Supreme Court shit. We've got a court case to talk about. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Malice is on live right now. So it's a big, it's even at a scale down. He has Buck Sexton on. I, I think... I mean, quite honestly, now I'm going to do the little, you know, yeah. I think it's the most widely listened to talk radio show in America right now. By Nathan. Oh, hold on. I don't want to, I don't want to post it from that Kennedy Justin Freakin. I want to post it from maybe, maybe that one uh, actual Justin Freakin. I love that his show is called You're Welcome, the possessive version of your. I was told that he is a. Professional bowler and an underwear model. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. The Troll Patrol is live. It looks like he's got it on delay. Or they've blocked my comment. Because it didn't show up. We'll go add the comment down here under the video. It says he's a communist on one of the biography sites of Oh, there my comment came through. A Weasley looking dude.
Oh, I'm sorry. I turned them off. I turned them off. My apologies. Family to some degree. I grew up in as if, as if you really want to hear what this asshole has to say. Like not super well. And I always have to say this because you know if you don't qualify these things right, it's like if I, people are like, oh, are you in the CIA? I say yes. Yeah. So like, but you were an analyst, idiot. I'm like. I, I, yeah, I know. I just, you know, so I always have to like get ahead. But I ended up, I ended up, my profile picture on Twitter, uh, yeah, Twitter right now is this picture. A true manly man being bowed down to by one Mr. Michael Malice. And seriously, look at this dude. I can't take many people in a bare-knuckle fight. I could take him. I could take Matt Walsh. Matt me, bro. Let's go ahead. We'll watch this video of Michael Malice on with Tim Pool. Talking about the Don't Say Gay Bill. And then we'll get to the actual news. We'll get to the actual news. There, uh, there's a Twitter thread uh, going viral. Uh, I, I forget the guy's name, so forgive me. This was about four days ago on the Timcast. Why the left is freaking out over the parental rights and education bill so much. Now, there's a meme where someone says, it's not rocket science, guys. They're just evil and they want to diddle Aaron, Aaron McIntyre, let's give him credit. He's yeah, great, but, but yeah. he's wrong. Also, like, there's a great thread about this that James Lindsay... So, Michael Malice calls himself an anarchist, but last I checked, anarchists usually um, identify closer with the left and not fascists. So it's weird that he's going on shows like Dave Rubin and Tim Pool and shit like that, isn't it? He had retweeted, and I'm, I forgive forgive me to the to the podcast host who posted it because I forget his name. I don't know if you guys want to try and look it up, but uh, what he was saying is Tim Pool over here, journalist doing the um, and I think he's deep dive and researching what he's saying to sever the relationship between child and parent. Yes, mm-hmm. and so what they do is they first in secret will start explaining to the children why they're evil and bad and why they should feel guilt and shit. Uh, <laughs> made these kids hate their own identity and their parents. Nobody is doing that. What are you talking about? You stupid fuck. They're telling the kids to make sure that they hate their identity. That is one of the dumbest straw mans I have ever heard. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? This really is just more moral panic outrage bullshit. Different decade, same shit. It's identity. They offer up alternative identities. You can now be one of these oppressed minorities. Pick and choose. You can be anything. It's all a social construct. Then when the parents finally find out and are shocked by what's happening, the kids are already so deeply in, 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 uh, entrenched in the ideology that the teachers can then say, see, we told you they'd come at you. They, you, you could only trust us. Yeah. And at and a so, certain age, you want to be against your parents because as a teenager, you want to be your own identity. So it's very useful to leverage that kind of uh, um, natural social uh, but, uh, but, so, age group. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, so, so Michael Malice is a podcaster and he can't even say one fucking sentence without stumbling and, and, and getting uh, mixed up. And I bet they make fun of Biden for his cognitive decline all the time. I don't know if I could go so far as to say there's an intentional cabal of you know people doing this, but I can say that whether whether it's a conspiracy or just it's happening, it is happening this way. And the way uh, this gentleman describes it is, it's because of- evidence, motherfucker, evidence. Do you have evidence to back up your claim, 
or are you just pulling shit out of your ass and making up nonsense to get mad about? There's a lot of teachers who are following a curriculum that seems to be empathetic to children who are experiencing some issues. And so they're, they're going along with it. Oh my God! Why is the left Sympathetic so to children who are experiencing issues. Don't say gay. Well, the bill also pre- pre- prevents teachers from talking about heterosexual marriage and traditional relationships. Why does do it? Frame it this way. The one thing they're truly threatened by. The bill does not prevent teachers from talking to children about being gay. It prevents them from doing it in secret. Hmm. They can't yep. tell the kids, don't talk to your parents. The teacher, many of these teachers are saying they're going to they're gonna do it anyway. That is, that is not a thing. You have sexual conversations with five to nine-year-olds, and you say, don't tell your parents. What? I'm going to go ahead and assume you're grooming these kids. Yep. 100%. Oh, the fuck are you talking? No, 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 no. There are some parents who might be abused, disavowed. I mean, not some, there are some students that might be abused, disavowed. If they are outed to their parents, that is what this is supposed to protect. What else are you supposed to assume? I mean, that's the most, it's not being uncharitable. That's the most reasonable possible assumption. No, it's not, you stupid fuck. Children from their parents and... It's very true. It's debatable whether there's a concerted effort, but you see this in media all the time. The family unit is consistently attacked, and basically every television program, the father's always a complete moron who can't do anything right, and that's because if you want to go after any structure, you start by attacking the authority. And so it's been seared into... <laughs> what? What are you talking about? You Like the Homer Simpson trope? Is that is that it? I mean, I can give you examples of that trope being used going back 50, 60, 70 years into the advent of TV. But you could, you could also say that there are, are... I mean, I can give you examples of strong father figures in a modern family being one of them. I'm sure they think that... Uh, that show is woke but like the the patriarch of the family played by ed o'neill is strong what are you talking about you're just making up nonsense to an entire generation of people if not two or three generations on some level that dad is stupid and not to be respected and made fun of and i think part of it is just a result of the fact that a lot of artistic people who go into hollywood don't have great relationships with their fathers. Generally speaking, I think that's more typical, I not think, always the case. I think it's a reaction to feminism because mm-hmm. feminists for a long time were claiming, proclaiming like, you shouldn't show women as being stupid, but that only leaves the guys. Yeah, I, I think there's truth in yeah. that too. But even if you go back to the honeymooners, which I would say is... What? I mean, yeah, we can't portray women as stupid even though like the ditzy blonde is still a trope that you will see on TV to this day. These fuckers are just making shit up. Is, is before feminism had saturated the culture as much, the it, husband it was, was still sort of weak and stupid and very lucky to have his wife. Yeah, 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 but he would always threaten to beat his that's wife. That's true, that's true, right? So they, they removed, they, they did soften these types of characters with feminism, but there's this interesting trope of, like, dad being a hapless fool. The Flintstones, I, I the Simpsons. I absolutely have to shout out Futurama. Mm. In, 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 American Dad. The well, white fun American Dad is dumb. Well, no, no, in Futurama, they go to the moon, and it's a thousand years in the future. Yeah. 
And uh, they're talking about comedies. One of these days, bang, zoom, straight to the moon. And then Leela's like, I didn't realize 21st, 20th century astronauts were so fat. And then Fry's like, he's not an astronaut. And he was just using beating his wife as a metaphor for, uh, he was using space travel as a metaphor for beating his wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering if in all this division of family in the Soviet Union, when they did it, were there kids that basically had their beliefs shattered and then reformed and then at some point realized, maybe even too late, like, what have we done? Like, we have gone from talking about a specific bill that they got completely wrong, by the way, to talking about television tropes. Idiots. Fucking idiots. Right-wingers are morons. Let's talk, let's talk about the details of the bill, shall we? We're going to read from Ryan Thorson, who is a researcher for Human Rights Watch. Because Florida officials are once again spreading misinformation about the Don't Say Gay bill, I want to once again lay out what it does and doesn't actually say. First of all, K-3 through third students are not learning sex ed in Florida schools. They are occasionally learning that some kids have two dads or two moms. And that's what's setting off conservative supporters of the bill. Conservatives call it sex ed, uh, call it a sex ed bill, but it doesn't actually address instruction on sexual activity. It, prohib- it prohibits instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity, singling out some families and kids as off limits for school discussion. You can see the actual intent in the refusal to amend and fix the bill. We're going to read amendments that were proposed. Representative Carlos Smith. In fact, proposed an amendment that would prohibit discussion of sexual activity rather than sexual orientation or gender identity. It failed. Senator Jeff Brandis proposed an amendment to make it about human sexuality more broadly. It failed. Senator Lauren Book proposed an amendment to clarify that discussing same-sex families, history, bullying, questions asked by students, etc. would be permitted. It failed. Senator Randolph Bracey and Representative Woodson proposed amendments to clarify that uh, conversations among LGBT students would be permitted. Those amendments were rejected. Senator Tina Polsky proposed an amendment clarifying that sexual orientation and gender identity include heterosexuality and cisgender identity. That was rejected. So what Tim Pool was saying about like, oh, you can't discuss uh, 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 hetero marriage either. Wrong. No opponent of the bill sought to expand sex ed to K through third students. They sought to ensure that LGBT people and families could still be discussed and not erased. And for some reason, they were voted down by the conservative majority every time. In fact, opponents of the bill uh, tried to amend it so it would instead prohibit discussions of sexual activity in K through third grades. And for some reason that nobody can explain to me, the proponents of the bill voted that down. A second misconception is that this is just about K through third grades. The bill also prohibits those discussion in older grades if the state deems those conversations not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Why am I skeptical that LGBT kids would uh, get the info they need? Because Florida sex ed law already stacks the deck against LGBT kids, requiring instructors in HIV AIDS education to specifically encourage heterosexual marriage. 
Relatedly, Senator Gary Farmer offered an amendment to make this part of Florida's sex ed law inclusive of all marriages. LGBT people have a constitutional right to marry. After all, well, they're coming for that, according to Senator Cornyn. We're not getting into that tonight, but that's that's another. Maybe maybe I should pull that clip up. But Senator Gary Farmer offered an amendment to make this part of Florida's sex ed law inclusive of all marriages. LGBT people have a constitutional right to marry, after all. But as you might have guessed, proponents of the bill shot that down. You can see in that provision that Florida's sex ed law already requires that instruction must be appropriate for the grades and age of the student. The only point of this additional legislation is to prevent discussions of LGBT people and families. Third... The bill requires parental consent to health care services and parental notification of changes to student health and well-being unless there's concern about abuse, abandonment, or neglect. There's misunderstanding around this provision, too. I think most people... This is what Tim Poole was talking about. Oh, they want to instruct your kids in secret. I think most people recognize the complexity of this. Ideally, parents are supportive and involved, but the reality is that confidential resources and support in schools are critically important for kids, including some LGBT kids who may have difficult home lives. And as important as the abuse, abandonment, and neglect provision is, the fact is that teachers may not know students' lives well enough to know what kind of backlash or violence they're going to face if they're outed without their consent. Again, opponents of the bill sought to address these concerns, but were met with resistance. Representative Angie Nixon proposed an amendment to ensure students were not outed without their consent. That was rejected. Senator Lori Berman and Representative Anna Escamani proposed amendments for the State Department of Education to work with PFLAG and GLSEN to create a pamphlet to help parents have these conversations with their kids and give them organizations who can help. Those were rejected. Senator Janet Cruz and Representative Kristen Arrington proposed amendments for schools to provide a safe environment regardless of race, color, ethnicity, national origin, sex, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, or disability, and those were rejected. Uh, Ryan Thorson continues, I'll stop there, but there is very good reasons to oppose the don't say gay bill. We know why bills like this are introduced in the absence of actual problems, and it's telling that proponents resisted every effort to make classrooms more inclusive and keep LGBT kids safe. Now, you just saw Tim Pool fucking cite somebody he didn't even remember their name, get what they said wrong, and then go off on some tangent about tropes in media. I just broke it down for you and told you exactly why to oppose this bill. But Tim Pool would have you believe, no, only a groomer of children would oppose this bill. If you are concerned about people grooming children, I'll tell you exactly where to look. It's called church. Watch a little more of this so I can uh, see if I can make fun of Michael Malice for something. Done as the government turns on them? Like, are these people that are like useful pawns, are they turned on eventually? Oh, yeah. I mean, then Stalin turned on the secret police and then he turned on the top of the military. Honey, 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 you guys are the useful pawns. 
No, no, no. You know who's especially the useful pawns? People like Glenn Greenwald or Andrew Sullivan, who are themselves gay. Starting to realize that, uh, well, Glenn Greenwald is an Andrew Sullivan through his Twitter interactions over the last couple of weeks, he might be starting to realize that, hey, they're coming for me too. Glenn Greenwald is so far up his own ass. Why is why is Michael Malice dressed like Tim Pool? What the fuck is this shit? Which was a major problem in World War II because all this... Mil- Dustin, thank you for the resub. Thing that they taught in the Soviet Union very famously was the story of Pavlik Morozov, who was this little boy whose dad was, doing, was like a, hoarding grain... And he turned his dad into the authorities, and his dad killed him. This is a complete made-up story, but he there were statues built to him and like songs about him because you're taught in school if your parents are doing. <laughs> ah, Dustin just got here. <laughs> he turned into a Weasley little man. Doing something wrong, you have to inform on them, and if you're killed, you basically become a saint. This is the greatest yeah. thing you can do. Michael, do you watch anime? God, no. You need to watch <laughs> Attack you. on Titan. No, I, I disagree with that. I've never heard the word need used more incorrectly. Yep. And uh, so there's a meme of like, Okay, I'll agree with Michael Mellis on that. But you also should, you you shouldn't... Uh, he wanted iTunes gift cards. When, I don't actually... Ask something you don't know about. Spoil the gist of it Please, for you. it's already spoiled. It's anime. Yeah, so the, the, the first season... Awesome. First, you're going you're gonna to love this. The first season. Oh, yeah. One more thing I just got to say. The only cartoons I watch are Freedom Tunes. Thank you hey. so yes. much. Right. much of- the fuck is a Freedom Tune? I assume they're preaching the opposite of freedom. For those of you just joining us, that was uh, Michael Malice on the Timcast podcast. The reason we were watching that is because uh, I, I, I hit the, the hornet's nest today and apparently got Michael Malice's fans all over me. One of them, one of them said something about manly men, so I posted a, a poll. I was like, "Who is manlier, me or Michael Malice? <laughs> Weasel looking Michael or godlike freaking?" I mean, look at does he not look like a weasel? Somebody else said I I should bare knuckle box him, and I'm like, I agree to that. Look at this little motherfucker. Did mommy dress him like that? He dressed him like a big boy for his appearance on Fox News. <laughs> oh, fuck. So this is what I was going to start off with tonight. They are on the Senate floor debating Katanji, John, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson's confirmation to the Supreme Court. Don't exactly know what is going on right now. Bernie Sanders was the Sears Children's Collection. <laughs> oh, that's exactly where he shops at. Look at that dude! Look at dude, 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 dude. You got scurvy or some shit? I think you don't have enough vegetables in your diet. <laughs> you need to eat some fruits, man. Get you, get you some citrus. Oh, oh, fuck. This is my profile picture on Twitter right now. Needs to take some Flintstone vitamins. Maybe he needs to have Sparkles come over and walk him like a little puppy dog. (laughs) So he gets some vitamin D and he gets some exercise. Because he really needs it. 
Hey, Michael Malice, you are a dumb fuck, dude. Absolute fucking moron. Right wingers are morons. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, let's talk about the Supreme Court, shall we? I'm sorry, I didn't give you guys your meme for the day. Do you want your meme? Here's your meme. Gay pride shit is getting out of hand. Ah, <laughs> oh, I sent that to Warlord earlier. British people won't stop until everybody's a bean eater. Eating beans for breakfast. Oh shit! Now the the actual confirmation of Katanji Brown Jackson is supposed to come sometime tomorrow. This is this is the whole debate period. They got to debate for like eight hours, ten hours, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know what the actual uh, time period is that they have to go through. The Supreme Court's attack on the Clean Water Act was too extreme for John Roberts. They had a ruling overnight last night on the shadow docket. Roberts sided with the liberals, but it wasn't enough. On Wednesday, the Supreme Court issued a 5-4 shadow docket order reviving a Trump-era ruling that radically limited the ability of states and tribes to restrict projects like pipelines that will damage the environment. Their decision, the majority upended decades of settled law uh, recognizing states' authority to protect their own waters without bothering to issue a single sentence of reasoning. They did not. They did not. Uh, 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 issue a fucking statement with their ruling. Just two days earlier, Justice Amy Comey Barrett once again declared that the Supreme Court is not political during a speech at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library Foundation. We're going to watch a bit of that here in just a second. Americans concerned that a particular ruling was purely results-driven, she said, should read the opinion. A close reading, uh, Barrett asserted, would help the public decide if the ruling is designed to impose the policy preferences of the majority or an honest effort to determine what the Constitution and President requires. But those upset by Wednesday's decision, which strayed so far from all known law that even Chief Justice John Roberts was driven to dissent, cannot read the opinion because there is none. If that logic-free attack on the Clean Water Act is not a purely results-driven attempt to impose the policy preferences of the majority, it's hard to see what is. Court's order on Wednesday in Louisiana versus American Rivers is an affront to the Clean Waters Act, uh, federalism, judicial restraint, and common sense. It arises out of, out of a dispute between Donald Trump's Environmental Protection Agency and a coalition of states and tribes. The Clean Water Act, first passed in 1972, is a quintessential example of cooperative federalism. It compels the federal government to work with states and tribes before approving a project that could diminish water quality. In a major 1994 ruling, uh, one was accompanied by many pages of reasoning, the Supreme Court affirmed states and tribes' authority to grant, modify, or deny certification of a potentially destructive energy project like an oil pipeline or coal export facility. We mentioned the event that Amy Coney Barrett was at uh, a couple days ago. Apparently she faced a heckler. 
Um, but some were aggressive, and I would try to drive my car down the street, and they would open the doors to block. Uh-huh. Calling her an enslaver of women. I mean, if the shoe fits. Oh, shit, they cut away from it. They cut away from the heckler. Pussies. It can be when someone is distracting you in your, in your normal life. <laughs> Please well, continue. I was just thinking, well, burned the boats. <laughs> um, yes, fortunately, as a mother of... Burn the book. Like, yes, it's your party that is wanting to ban books across this country. It is the people that supported you, like Pastor Greg Locke, that is holding actual book burnings. It's insane. Seven, I am used to distractions. <laughs> um, and sometimes even outbursts. <laughs> um. So this was about the the effort to get a photo of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So um, one Sunday morning, you know, usually the media trucks would show up around eight. And um, it was a Sunday morning and I was going to head. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Going from a heckler. Justice Amy Coney Barrett's little event that she had at the Reagan Library to a heckler on the floor of the Senate. Towards Katanji Brown Jackson. Everyone in this body is on notice. I'm sorry. Content warning. You're getting ready to see Ted Cruz's face. That this is a justice who will vote to take away our free speech rights, vote to take away our religious liberty rights, vote to take away our Second Amendment. And that what? every senator that votes for cannot avoid responsibility for those lawless outcomes. When it comes to abortion, Judge Jackson's record is extreme. I always love that uh, right-wing clips are always so short. I think that's telling of the right-wing attention span. Their clips are always 30 seconds, 40 seconds. if they're still debating right now there is nobody speaking on the senate floor media wench yeah extreme would be requiring everybody to get an abortion well i mean they're right-wing extremists so they want to portray milk toast people as extreme in order to cover their own asses We'll talk about extreme, and this is this is one like this isn't me joking. I've 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 definitely got to hit the content warning on this one. This is graphic. This is heart wrenching. Uh, this is uh, Buka residents recalling the attack during the Russian occupation. What they what they have to say is just it's it's gut wrenching. Talk to Vladimir Putin when his forces do this. Go to hell. Oh. <laughs> because, because 
Но убили его, наверное, числа восьмого, потому что он все время пролежал у нас тут в подвале. Вот четыре дня тому назад его нашли, мы похоронили его. Выстрел в ухо был убит, выстрелом Первого уже начало темнеть, я услышал, завелся БТР. Ну, прогревался минут сорок, наверное. И потом я услышал ругательство, крики. И по БТРу там бегал какой-то офицер, наверное. Они вскочили и уехали. И все, и больше их не было. Пожалуйста, я вас прошу, сделайте. Это я говорю, украинская женка. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. I wish, I wish there was something that we could do. Моих детей и внука. От всех жен прошу и матерей. Сделайте мир на Thank you. Чтоб не было горя никогда никому. Никому. Ни украинцам, ни русским, ни, ни всей земле, планете все. Я прошу, я хочу... I'm, I'm so sorry, man. I just want to hug you. Все хотят жить хорошо. She says she wants to live just like everyone wants to live. Hard to hear. The international community today apparently... Put more sanctions on Russia over the war crimes. U.S. Europe hit Russia with war crimes sanctions. The United States, and we're taking additional steps in lockstep with our allies and partners. If you look at what happened, they're going to block Spurbank, which handles about a third of Russian transactions. Putin is a fucking monster. I, I hope this ends up with his people ousting him. And a broader future for Russia. I can't believe because like. I just watched like a, a documentary. Maybe maybe a couple of documentaries. I don't even know how I, I got down this rabbit hole. But I, I, I watched a documentary. At least one on the, the fall of the Berlin Wall. And uh, Gorbachev. His relation with Bill Clinton. Like. It seemed like the future for Russia was bright, but when they were selling off the... When they were listening to the IMF and they were selling off the assets that the state owned, went into the hands of some very corrupt people. I, In terms of the sanctions and everything, I agree with you, Dustin. Like, You know, I was skeptical... About the, like if you, if you guys watched the, the the Troll Patrol, I was skeptical about the U.S. being honest in their assessment, and I I was wrong, and I apologize for that. We should have hit Russia with sanctions two weeks earlier than what we did, as Zelensky was begging for them, begging for them. So that that is dropping the ball on our part. Rest of the world. And they're also blocking Alpha Bank, which is Russia's largest private bank. This represents a new stage in the sanctions because these are the institutions used by Russians, not just the Russian elite. 
However, these penalties also apply to the Russian elite, and more particularly, their children. The Biden administration is going after the two adult daughters of Russian President Vladimir Putin. This is a very interesting move forward because often Russian oligarchs use their children as a means of uh, hiding assets from authorities. The ban on new investments in Russia is a key part of the new sanctions. However, it's almost a lagging indicator because more than 600 businesses have already said they're not going to do business in Russia. That's really important because you're going to deprive the Russian economy of the oxygen it needs from abroad to keep running. We will impose an import ban on coal from Russia. The EU is taking steps to ban coal, but the big question is whether or not oil and natural gas will also be banned. Because in the long term, even if it, they immediately need Russian energy, they know that that dependence could ultimately produce vulnerabilities. And these are hard questions, but this is the nature of war in the economy right now. We tend to think about war merely through military tactics, but it is about resources. It is about technology. It is about supply lines and the ability to replenish them. When you talk to administration officials, they would say that these sanctions have been transmitted to Russia at a very quick pace through the markets. However, these sanctions are really going to start biting in five, maybe even six months. And that's when we should judge them. Yeah, Disposable Thumb, you're right. Like, we're right to be skeptical of U.S. intelligence. They've proven time and time again we should be skeptical of them. But they were correct this time, so... Russia is back on the brink of a debt default after the U.S. blocked its dollar payments. Here's what happens next. It's all been going so well, Russia's government had been surprising investors by sending payments on its foreign currency bonds, despite the sanctions slapped on the country over its invasion of Ukraine. But on Monday, the U.S. Treasury said it would no longer allow Russia to make any dollar debt payments using accounts at American banks. The Treasury told J.P. Morgan, Russia's foreign correspondent bank, that it should not process more than $600 million of maturity and coupon payments that were due on Monday, a person familiar with the matter told Insider. J.P. Morgan declined to comment. Analysts said the move sharply raised the risk of a Russian default. Timothy Ash, an economist at Blue Bay, told Insider he put the chances of a default at 80%. A Russian debt default would likely be a major worry for the government, who could be locked out of capital markets for years, but it's unlikely to have a huge impact on the global financial system, strategist said. And that's another thing, is like, there is a... God, I forget what the name of the channel is. They do such a good job. They do economics videos, and like, uh, they did one on the Russian economy, and the Russian economy, while large, is not what it should be. It is nowhere near what it should be based on the size of the country and the resources that they have. It is actually a pathetic economy. U.S. Treasury was allowing Russia to make payments to holders of dollar bonds, but it abruptly changed course on Monday, saying it wanted to raise the pressure on Moscow over its war in Ukraine. Russia now cannot use immobilized funds in U.S. accounts to make payments a person with knowledge of the Treasury's thinking told Insider that means it will have to use dollars secured from elsewhere. The Russian government appears to have enough dollars to pay up. It receives the greenback, 
when it sells oil and gas and still has access to around half of its $640 billion of currency reserves, despite sanctions on the central bank. However, those reserves are precious at a time when the economy is under immense pressure. Russia faces more than $2 billion of foreign debt payments this year, including the $600 million due on Monday. Meanwhile, our good friends over at Anonymous apparently leaked a million Russian state media emails. Cool. Hackers affiliated with Anonymous have claimed to have leaked more than 900,000 emails spanning 20 years from Russia's largest state media corporation. Network Battalion 65, or NB65, leaked the 786.2 gigabyte email cache from the all-Russia state television and radio broadcasting company with distributed denial of secrets. DDoS co-founder Emma Best said the leak was an unprecedented exposure of state-owned media and propaganda, which the Russian government considers essential to the state security. It is the latest in a string of hacks the group have claimed since since then, including taking down Russian state news agencies TASS, Fontanka, Hummersant, Kremlin-backed channel RT, and the Kremlin website on February 28th. On Sunday, the group claimed to have leaked the personal data, dates of birth, names, home addresses, and passport numbers of 120,000 Russian soldiers fighting in Ukraine. Thank you, Sky Comet, for the bits. Thomas declared cyber war against the Russian government days after President Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine began on February 24th. Doing the Lord's work, boys. I don't know if it was ever verified, but apparently Anonymous took credit for like the 2012 election. They stopped Republicans from pulling some funny business. I don't know that to be a fact. I've always kind of been skeptical of Anonymous's claims. Uh, I'm down with white hat hackers. North Korea's Kim Yo-jong, I think that's how you say your name, warns of nuclear response if provoked. North Korean leader's powerful sister issues her second warning in three days over the South's preemptive strike capability. Powerful sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has threatened South Korea with nuclear retaliation it provoked after Seoul... uh, 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 All the Scientology stuff. (laughs) After uh, Seoul uh, uh, threatened South Korea... uh, Fucking shit. (laughs) The powerful sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has threatened South Korea with nuclear retaliation if provoked after Seoul highlighted its supposed preemptive strike capabilities against the North. In a statement published by North Korea's state media on Tuesday, Kim Yo-jong called South Korean Defense Minister Su Wook's recent comments about preemptive strikes as a fantastic daydream and the hysteria of a lunatic. I mean, it takes one to know one, right? 
He stressed that while North Korea did not want another war on the Korean Peninsula, it would retaliate with its nuclear forces if the South opts for preemptive strikes or other attacks, which would leave the South's military little short of total destruction and ruin. It was her second angry retort to Sue's comments in three days. On Sunday, she described the remarks as reckless and said the South should discipline itself if it wants to stave off disaster. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't checked in recently, but there was talk that Un was in bad health, possibly dead. <laughs> I think he has since uh, appeared since the rumors first uh, uh, started. But there was talk that his sister would actually take control of the country. Apparently, she is a firecracker. From North Korea over to Israel. Neftali Bennett has lost his majority after an MP quits the coalition. Adit Silman's departure amid row over Passover. I I have what <laughs> we're re- we're reading from uh, the Guardian here, and I have no clue what the fuck any of this shit means. Adit Silman's departure amid row over Passover bread leaves PM with the same number of seats as opposition. I don't amid row over Passover bread. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. A a row over Passover bread. What? A key member of Naftali Bennett's Yamina party. Yamina party. I, I have no clue how to say it. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, they're also a far-right coalition, so fuck them if I'm fucking their name up. Yamina Party has quit the Israeli coalition government after a row about unleavened bread during Passover and a surprise move that leaves the prime minister without a parliamentary majority. Yeah, they're fighting over sacred bread. Adot Silman's announcement left Bennett's coalition an alliance of parties ranging from the Jewish right and Israeli doves to an Arab Muslim party with 60 seats, the same as the opposition. I tried the path of unity. I worked a lot for this coalition. Silman, a religious conservative who served as coalition chairperson, said in a statement, Sadly, I cannot take part in harming the Jewish identity of Israel. Unfortunately, the bad thing about this fight is that it may bring back BB Netanyahu. That's that's the problem with this. Jewish tradition bars leavened bread from the public domain during Passover. You religious people and your silly rules. I am ending my membership of the coalition and will try to continue to talk my friends into returning home and forming a right-wing government, Silman said. I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. Bennett's coalition can continue ruling with 60 seats but faces difficulty passing new legislation. If another member of the coalition defects, however, the Neset could hold a vote of no confidence and potentially lead Israel back to the polls for a fifth parliamentary election in four years. Dalia Schnidlin 
A political analyst said that if Silman is the first person to really prepare to bring down the government, she is doing it from a place of conviction. She is religious, and I think we all underestimate the power of theology. In a formal resignation letter addressed to Bennett, Silman said, We must admit that we tried. It's time to recalculate and try to form a national Jewish Zionist government. After the announcement, Silman was embraced by the same right-wing politicians who had relentlessly attacked her since she followed Bennett into the governing coalition last year, reneging on election promises. Netanyahu, Israel's longest-serving prime minister, who was in office from 1996 to 1999, again from 2009 until last June, had vowed to play the role of spoiler against Bennett's government, which brought an end to his years in power. At a special session of the Neset, which is in recess, Netanyahu said, there is a weak and limp government in Israel today. Its days are numbered. The Neset will reconvene on May the 8th to resume its legislative work. To form a coalition of its own without new elections, Netanyahu would need the support of at least 61 lawmakers, which he does not have. People in their silly little beliefs. Get an update on the incident in Sacramento. There was a mass shooting over the weekend. Apparently, it was gang violence. It was gang-related. I believe three arrests have been made so far. Let's get the update. With breaking news. That breaking news, we just got an update from Sacramento Police about Sunday's mass shooting in downtown. We just learned that there were at least five shooters and evidence right now they say confirms that this was indeed gang violence. KCRA 3's Lize Mitri joins us live with the very latest on the uh, news conference that just took place. Lize? That's right. What's up, Lize? Sacramento Police Department, the police station, just minutes ago, we finished hearing from officers. As you said, they they confirmed that it is increasingly clear that they believe gang so, violence. So the gang the confirmed the that it was gang violence. Uh, I am going to refer to my notes. Like I said, this just came down. All this information evidence shows that there are at least five shooters that fired their guns during the shooting this weekend downtown. It was an exchange of gunfire between at least two groups of men police say. They didn't get into specifics when it comes to uh, gang affiliations or who may have been affiliated with a gang. Uh, They say they have only named at this point DeAndre Martin as one of those five shooters. We also know DeAndre's brother, Smiley Martin, is still in custody. custody. He uh, is in the hospital uh, with serious injuries from the shooting, but they have not named him as one of those uh, five shooters. He is expected to be charged when he's out of the hospital with being a prohibited person with a gun. And they didn't go into uh, any more specifics about what his role may have been in the shooting. And they said there... I do. I I want to point out there is right-wing outrage right now because I believe the guy she's describing, the younger brother of who they think one of the shooters is, I believe he is out on bond and the right is going nuts over that. Because he might have been released uh, a couple of years ago or something. 
that he had had charges against him. Still looking. They're using it to hammer that soft on crime bullshit. Four shooters. So they have not named anyone yet. They have not said if any of the people killed may have been involved in the shooting. That's all still uh, information that they are working out uh, as this investigation continues. Live here from the police station, Lizay Mitri, KCRA 3 News. So, Lizay, they are also beefing up the policing downtown, especially along k street correct that's why i think that's who they were talking about that he had been released before they said there would definitely be a police presence there although we also asked if there was any concern about retaliation as we are now approaching the weekend they said that they don't have any specific information or reason to be concerned about retaliation but they will have police in the area uh if need be yeah thank Bad guys will find a way to get a gun, but we got to outlaw abortion. Thank you, Lizay, for the update on that. They also mentioned that those 200 videos that were sent in were really helpful, and police are asking you to continue to send in any videos or pictures that you may... Do not narc. If you've got videos of the Sacramento shooting, do not send them in. Do not cooperate with the cops. Do not scan that QR code. Now, the third person with a gun who was arrested near where the shooting happened is no longer in custody. 31-year-old... Okay, okay, maybe this was the guy they were talking about. Officers say he was seen carrying a gun in the immediate aftermath of Sunday morning shooting. They do not believe the gun he had was used in the shooting. They did arrest him on charges of being a prohibited person in possession of a firearm. Well, help is available for families impacted by this deadly shooting. The Family Assistance Center at Cal Expo is open. It will close after today. All cops are bastards, indeed. If you can make it over there today, crisis counselors are available for families. For those caught in the crossfire, maybe anyone who was there. Chris Dorner Appreciation Society. Very traumatizing scene. A spokesperson tells us it is a one-stop shop for people. Speaking of which, let's get to that story. Content warning, because this one is going to piss you off. There is going to be no charges for any of the police involved in the shooting of Amir Locke in Minnesota. The man was completely innocent. Got within six seconds of them entering an apartment. He did indeed reach for a gun, but he was a legal gun owner, and that was his right. If you had time to kick a couch two times, not one, but twice, you had time to de-escalate the situation of my melanin black son. Mm, my lord. Now, you're going to have to deal with me. Anger and outrage today from the mother of Amir Locke. Prosecutors announced there will be no criminal charges in the deadly Minneapolis police shooting. Prosecutors decided SWAT officer Mark Hanneman was justified. Hey, Merrick Garland, here's another one for you. Step in, DOJ. This needs to be reviewed. Fuck off. Fied an opening fire during a no-knock search warrant in February. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. I'm Kelsey Carlson. And I'm Amy Hawker. Let's go now to our newsroom, our Paul Bloom Live for us. So, Paul, no charges here, but prosecutors also say without that no-knock warrant, Amir Locke is likely alive today. Amy and Kelsey, I have to say that if prosecutors could put no-knock search warrants on trial here, they absolutely would.
A fucking cop pulled the fucking trigger, dude! If prosecutors could put no-knock warrants on trial, fuck off! A man pulled the trigger! Put him on trial! I don't, I don't, I don't care, like, I don't care if all you can charge him with is reckless homicide. Do it! Do it! You feel you can't get a murder conviction? I understand completely. Fucking put him on trial for reckless homicide. Negligent homicide, whatever the fucking charge is. A man pulled the trigger. Put him on trial. He killed somebody. You could tell a lot of frustration and some serious concerns about the use of those kinds of warrants with prosecutors reviewing the Amir Locke case, urging policymakers here to do something to protect other lives. As for Officer Hanneman, the conclusion, given the totality of the circumstances and what he knew as he entered that downtown apartment, his use of deadly force here justified. Bullshit. Officer Hanneman is a piece of shit. In which we know that we will not be able to prevail because the law does not support support the charges. Attorney General Keith Ellison and Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman with the final call. There will be no jury, no trial, no criminal charges for Minneapolis Police SWAT team member Mark Hanneman for killing Amir Locke during the execution of this... I didn't know Ellison was involved, and I'm surprised that there aren't charges with Ellison involved. ...perspective of the victim. Records show MPD demanded the use of the no-knock warrant to assist St. Paul police with what was then an open murder investigation, concerned about a high-risk entry while looking for potentially armed suspects. Previously released body camera footage capturing SWAT quietly using a key fob to gain entry to the 7th floor Bolero Flats unit, where it appeared Locke was sleeping on the couch. The officers announcing their presence and shouting commands as they pressed inside. The encounter lasting just seconds with Locke raising a gun from under a blanket. The 22-year-old was not named in the warrant, nor was he ever considered a suspect in the murder. But prosecutors concluded he pointed the firearm towards Officer Hanneman. Who then- but he didn't. He didn't point the, the, like you see, he is not pointing the gun. He is reaching for the gun, which is his right. I don't even care if he pointed at him. He could have shot the motherfucker. It is still his right. God damn! And where where are the libertarian assholes that talk about freedom in this country? Huh? Then was legally justified to shoot. I am not disappointed. I am disgusted. Locke's mother absolutely furious about the charging decision. And she should be. Her son was a lawful gun owner simply trying to protect himself. You decided that he wasn't worth nothing but less than nine seconds of a human being. And y'all think I'm about to be nice? Yeah, you're right, Warlord. I know, I know. And within her message... Old man Jake, what's going on? Justice on the civil side certainly continues. They also vow to... Hey, old man Jake! Never, never been in a situation with a loaded gun before that doesn't change the fucking law. That doesn't change the Constitution. So come in here fucking acting like you know what you're fucking talking about. 
I believe in the Constitution. The man was exercising his Second Amendment rights, and the cops were violating his Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights. And if you aren't on the side of that, you're not on the side of freedom, you are against the Constitution, you can go fuck yourself. But what would I expect from right-wingers? They are morons. I don't care if you were a cop. You're a piece of shit if you were a cop. All cops are bastards. You're a piece of shit, dude. Old man Jake used to be a cop. Do us all a favor. God, I can't, I can't. Yeah, yes, yes. There you go, Sparkles. I was trying to think of a way to say it. In a way that wouldn't get me banned on Twitch. I believe in the Constitution, you piece of shit. Unlike cops. Um, you're spouting some right-wing fucking nonsense. All right-wingers think they're not fucking right-wingers. They think they're enlightened fucking centrists that are just calling it like they see it. Hey, old man Jake, you want to have a conversation with me? 917-830-4359, or you can hop in the Discord. Just tell me if you get in the Discord. I'm sorry, I didn't actually have the phones open. Let me go ahead and do that right now. Let's have a conversation about it. Tell me why you think it's okay for those cops to violate the constitutional rights of a mere lock. Give me a good reason. I don't care. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. is a cop's job is to die if necessary. If necessary, your job is to fucking die. If necessary, to bring the citizen in. So fuck off with this. Oh, it's a dangerous job. First of all, it's not even in the top 10 most dangerous jobs. I don't give a shit. If you want to go home at night, you signed up for it. You signed up for it. Your job is to die if necessary. That's what the Constitution says. You can't just go around executing people in the street. I believe in the Constitution. I know. I live in the real world where we operate under a Constitution that says the cops just can't execute you in the street. This man was a legal gun owner. He had every right to reach for his gun when the cops came in. He didn't know who the fuck they were. And that cop deserved to be charged. Fuck him. And fuck you, dude, for defending them. Seriously. Go fuck yourself, old man Jake. What a piece of shit you are. Come on. Tell me. Tell me why it's okay to violate the Constitution. I want to know. I don't give a shit about you pulling your gun, you stupid fuck. I pulled my gun three times and never pulled the trigger. Okay? Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Yeah, you're probably one of the 40% that beats his fucking wife, too, aren't you? Fuck all the way off, dude. I don't know why you think you have some kind of anecdote that trumps the Constitution. 
fuck all the way off. Let me let me hit it again. Here on this stream, we are part of what I call the Chris Dorner Appreciation Society. I've only known one good cop in my life, and his name was Chris Dorner. I hit the content warning again for this one. Remember we had this story about the anti-abortion activist that had five fetuses? They're saying that their organization is in possession of 115 aborted fetuses. Then off the top at five, the big story, new information in a story we brought you last week about the five aborted fetuses that D.C. found inside of a Capitol Hill apartment. 110 more fetuses now part of this investigation. Fox 5's Katie Barlow back on that scene with the latest. Katie. No, you dumb fuck. We said it because you're a cop. Well, you just said it about me because I'm black. Nobody gives a shit that you're black, dude. What a fucking idiot. You are right wing. Fucking right wingers, man. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Oh, Eric, that's seven viewers on YouTube. Seven viewers on YouTube. You know, do you not know how the internet works? I can be on multiple platforms. Why, you, you want to say something to me, Eric? 917-830-4359. Call in now, or you can hop in the Discord. I, old man Jake, you are incredibly arrogant, actually, because you think you can come in here and uh, you think your personal experience somehow trumps the Constitution. That's the height of arrogance. The height of arrogance. You think you know better than the Constitution. I want the chuds. Come on, chuds. Hop in the Discord. I would love to talk to you. The debate freaking channel. We were having a discussion about a man who was killed unlawfully by the cops. His constitutional rights were violated. And you came in here and started running your mouth about how, oh, you've never been in a situation with a loaded gun before. Oh, ho, ho, ho. you're a fucking idiot. And no, 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 no. Fucking cops don't work within the laws. Most cops don't know shit about the fucking law. Because those cops would have known they were violating the Constitution. But clearly they didn't. Now come on, Eric, Jake, one of you, come at me. You guys seem to have a lot to say, so why don't, why don't you hop in the debate freaking channel on Discord or give us a ring-ding-ding at 917-830-4359. Come on, voice your opinion. I, I am a free speech absolutist. I want to hear what you've got to say. 
I'm wondering if Eric came over from the whole Michael Malice bullshit. Or I was making fun of his dumb ass. Am I in America? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the U.S. If, if you're not in the U.S., then why the fuck are you even talking to me about our laws in the Constitution? I'm pretty against policing overall, but specifically the U.S. for a lot of reasons. Other countries don't kill the number of civilians we kill. In one year, in one year, the cops in the United States kill more civilians than the next 10 industrialized countries combined over the last 10 years. In one year, the United States kills more people than the next 10 industrialized countries combined over 10 years. 917-830-4359. Yes, becoming a cop in the United States is a fucking joke. I would love to hear a good reason why Amir Locke's constitutional rights should have been violated. I'm not going to dox or harass anybody, but like that's fine if you call from a blocked number. I don't give a shit. I'm not a stupid fuck right winger. I, I wouldn't dox or harass you. Speaking of which, I have Dalton Cobfetter's number. <laughs> He didn't call from a block number. Was that supposed to be an insult, Eric? X-Pac is fucking cool. The fuck are you talking about? Come on, Eric. If you got something to say to me, won't you call in? Hop in the Discord. Uh, curious, sir, what are you asking about? What the fuck was what? I don't know what's going on here. While we're waiting, I guess we could uh, we could check the voicemail, couldn't we? Because I, I had a new voicemail. Let's let's see what we got here. Hello, UPS Express. The last voice notification. You have an important express delivery, and no one signed for it. For details. Oh damn! I have an important express delivery, and no one signed for it. Signed for it. Please press nine, and the manual customer service will serve you. <laughs> oh shit!
Was it a scam call? Oh, possibly. I got I've, I I should have I should have uh I should have fixed this up for you guys because I don't want to show the person's number. I got a multiple phone calls today from an old lady. She was looking for her friend Dolores. Apparently Dolores was missing. So she texts me after leaving me multiple voice messages. Oh, uh, uh, hi Jeff. This is Dolores' friend Terry. I'm looking for her because I'm worried that her number is disconnected. I lived on Town Ridge with her and just talked to her two weeks ago. Please call me. Thank you so much. My response was, my name isn't Jeff. I have no clue who you were talking about. This has been my number for over a decade. Please kindly fuck off. Okay, thank you. God bless you, honey. So my response to that was, God isn't real, you fucking idiot. But I hope your friend is okay. She responded back, she's okay, just heard from her. Thank you, smiley face. And I said, glad to hear it, smiley face. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad her friend was okay. Dufresne, party of five. Helen's breaking out the Mitch Hedberg up in here. I used to do drugs. I still do. I used to, too. (laughs) Forget everything you know about slip covers. (laughs) And I did. And I had no clue what she was trying to sell me. (laughs) Oh, fuck. We're completely off track now. Is this motherfucker going to call in and argue with me or not? I was all excited. Because I don't want to get halfway through the aborted fetus story when we're finally going to get some details on what's going on have to stop. Talk about constitutional rights with an ex-cop who I guarantee has violated people's constitutional rights every fucking day. A cab, motherfuckers. What happened to our friend Eric? Come on, Eric. All right, let me intro it again. Remember we did the story last week about the five aborted fetuses found at a pro-life activist's house? I have this picture of her right here. This was while they were in her uh, home. She looks very worried about what's getting ready to happen to her. We now have a little more detail about what apparently happened. 115 aborted fetuses were allegedly intercepted by this anti-abortion activist. That off the top at five, the big story, new information and a story we brought you last week about the five aborted fetuses the D.C. found inside of the Capitol Hill apartments. 110 more fetuses now part of this investigation. Fox 5's Katie Barlow back on that scene with the latest. Katie. Good afternoon to both of you. Lauren Handy, who was indicted last week on federal charges related to an abortion, anti-abortion protest 
at an abortion clinic here in Washington, D.C., also lived here on Capitol Hill, and that's where D.C. police recovered what they say are five fetuses that are part of an ongoing investigation. But today, Handy, as a part of a press conference... Well, when we were reading from the Daily Wire, they were making it sound like there was this um, pro-life group that had intercepted... They had a whistleblower from inside some kind of research facility. They had a tip that uh, the fetuses had been illegally aborted. ...conference with her anti-abortion activist group told reporters that there were 110 other aborted fetuses that they recovered as a part of their anti-abortion advocacy. Lauren Handy and I went to Washington Surgery Center to engage in anti-abortion advocacy. Upon arrival, we saw a truck labeled Curtis Bay Medical Waste Services parked outside. We approached the driver who was about to load two large boxes with biohazard symbols onto his truck. We asked him if he knew what was in the boxes, and after he said no, we told him, dead babies. The dri- you know, if you just minded your own business, this world would be a much better place. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? The driver was visibly shaken. The activists told the driver that they wanted to take what they assumed were human remains and give them a proper funeral. Now, today, the group told back to there were 110 <laughs> first trimester fetuses that they buried with the help of a Catholic priest. RB, good to see you tonight. An independent medical examiner to confirm that. Now, the remaining five fetuses were kept at Handy's apartment. The activists said they coordinated with attorneys to alert the D.C. homicide unit about the location of the fetuses. Now, MPD, we spoke to earlier today, would not confirm the tip that they received about the biohazard (laughs) that was reported here at a home on Capitol Hill, whether that came from Handy or any of her fellow anti-abortion activists in that group. We also reached out to Curtis Bain. Media winch calling human stew bullion chunks. Are they are the fetuses concentrated? Do they have concentrated flavor in them? <laughs> oh god damn. Management company who allegedly employed the driver that the activists referred to in the press conference today, we did not get a response to them. However, we did get a statement from the National Abortion Federation when we reached out to the Washington Surgery Center here in Washington, D.C., and they said, abortion providers comply with state and federal laws that regulate medical tissue for all health care providers to ensure that it is handled safely, appropriately, and respectfully. Works word because. Claims about abortion Welcome, thank you for being a freaking follower. ...have contributed to hundreds of medically unnecessary and politically motivated state restrictions that push safe and affordable abortion care out of reach. I apparently they're going to be uh, looking into charges of tampering uh, uh, with uh, uh, a corpse, possibly. Oh my! Would have been a blender to make a face mask. Oh, we're we're taking this very uh, serious story and turning it into a joke. How dare you! Pe- you you people are horrible. Horrible, horrible people. I wish you could feel embarrassment. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Are you triggered, Eric? (laughs) Fuck. Guys. 
Katie, so the medical examiner retrieved the fetuses. The activists want the medical examiner to conduct full... next So any update on that request? We reached out to the D.C. medical examiner who wouldn't provide us a request for comment. Uh, they actually directed us to Mayor Bowser's office. We followed up with Mayor Bowser. Apparently, they are the ones providing any further comment related to the D.C. medical examiner request. No comment from them so far, but we'll follow up. God damn. But now, right-wingers in D.C. are running with this. I, sh- I should have grabbed a clip because they they have the self-righteous indignation machine going. It's not snowing here, but uh, it's getting it's like the temperature dropped today. Today, I had the doors open for like an hour. The temperature gets up to 80 like, fuck, I'm, I'm all sweaty. I'm going to have to close the doors and hit the AC. Like, two hours later, it's 65. I'm like, fuck, I missed the sweet spot for having the doors open. My hacky radio voice is astoundingly bad. Weird. My hacky radio voice. Sure did earn me a living in radio for 20 fucking years. <laughs> Uh, almost like I was a radio personality that was on 11 different radio stations. But apparently I sound like I have tampons in my throat or some shit. What a stupid ass insult. If you're going to try to insult me, can you at least be funny? We, uh, we read mean comments about me when we came on tonight, and I laughed at several of them because when you're, when you're actually funny, I will give you props. A hacky radio voice. What's a what's a good one here I can break out for the the <laughs> Oh shit And now for your Z-Rock morning news report here's Justin Mullins A car carrying That's me led police on a high speed chase That's me That's me from like 15 years ago No one was in I was a big fan of Obi and Anthony. Still watch Anthony every now and again. The dude's fu- Anthony and I would make great co-hosts. I've actually gone over this before on the show. I would love to be a co-host with Anthony Cumia. We would do great radio. I'm just afraid he would get his little fucking feelings hurt and shoot me. He would pull out a gun and shoot me when I hurt his little fucking feelings. Because he's a snowflake. <laughs> he can dish it out, but he can't take it. That's the problem. He he needed somebody like Opie that would just kind of roll over for him. But apparently Opie got tired of rolling over for him. That's where the, the friction ended up. Oh, shit. Do you know how... 
right-wingers have been all up in arms about lifting all the COVID restrictions. There is one that they have a hard-on for. They want to keep Title 42 in place. Now, that is a COVID policy initiated by Donald Trump. But they really want to make sure that Title 42 continues. This is The View talking about the issue. COVID release package. Mitch McConnell hinted that it may depend on keeping you-know-who's Title 42 immigration policy, which turns back all undocumented citizens and asylum seekers at the border. Now, it's set to be lifted next month, and White House Press Secretary Jen Penske explained why. Take a look. Title 42... I think Anthony's hate of black people is funny since he's about as white as they are. What the fuck does that mean? The fuck are you talking? Are you stupid? Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes. Yes. I think I think all these right-wing fucking idiots are absolute fucking morons. I don't even understand what you people are trying to say half the time. (laughs) All right. Anyway, back to the whole Title 42 thing. Is a public health directive. It's not an immigration migration enforcement measure. And the decision on when to lift Title 42 was made by the CDC. So... Uh, what? Are, what? I'm not really sure what's happening here. Should Republicans be using this to hold up this other bill? No. Or are they listening to? Are they listening to Republican voters who want to keep the policy in place? No. Apparently, Italians aren't white. Holy shit! <laughs> it calls me stupid. God damn, right-wingers are morons. Did she Did she say Jen Pansky? As D.C. gets closer to making a bipartisan deal on the $10 billion COVID relief package, Mitch McConnell hinted that it may depend on keeping you-know-who's Title 42 immigration policy, which turns back all undocumented citizens and asylum seekers at the border. Now, it's set to be lifted next month, and White House Press Secretary Jen Penske explained why. Yeah, you're right, Porks. I'm sorry. Directive. It's not an immigration migration. Old man Jake made a discord. Are you Are you in the... All the fucking stupid right-wingers think they're not right-wingers. You're a fucking stupid right-winger. All right. Uh, what? Bang discord here. There's a link to the Discord. Hop in the debate freaking channel. Got a comment. Great, great minds. Great minds. I cannot wait to hear your take on why cops should be allowed to violate the Constitution. This should be interesting.
Yeah, I, I told the Discord that um, weather may be trying to kill me tonight, but that never happened. There were no tornadoes coming my way. My party embracing George Bush? Fuck, dude. Fuck. Are you an idiot? <laughs> Look. I you, hop in the debate freaking channel. Like, talk to me. Talk to me. The voice channel. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's hop in the Discord here. The voice channel. The voice channel. It's your party embracing George Bush. The fuck? The fuck are you talking about? Idiot. <laughs> I always, I love how they just like, they make up straw mans to try to throw at us. Like, what the fuck are you talking? Your party embracing Bush? Fuck off. I like, send Bush to the Hague. Send Obama to the Hague. Send Clinton to the Hague. Send all living former presidents to the Hague. I'm all about it, except Jimmy Carter. He probably he probably did some shit. Uh, almost certainly did some shit in Latin America. They could get him sent to the Hague. But overall, he's a pretty good dude. And he was right about fucking everything. Are you are you gonna are you gonna come in and talk to me? Where'd you where'd you go? I okay, so I think I was always a leftist. I just didn't realize it. I didn't have the terminology to describe it. Talking about policy, you know, in, in the mid two thousands, I guess I called myself a liberal around that time. But I've always been a leftist. I've always been egalitarian in my politics. There's a voice channel. It's called Debate Freaking. You 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 go to the voice channel. Um, no, you didn't hit a nerve. You said something fucking stupid. <laughs> Did you hit a nerve? No, you're an idiot. We're laughing at you. We're laughing at how dumb what you said was. (laughs) The liberal attack on traditional policing caused a decline in America's global standing. (laughs) Oh my God. That's hilarious. I wish there was an attack on police. I really do. There's not. That's that's the weirdest thing. Is right wingers love to say like the media attacks police, but the media runs all these copaganda stories. They run cop like press releases as news stories without fucking doing any kind of research on them. 
Let me tell you, as someone who was a reporter for many, many years, cops lie. Cops lie even when they have no reason to lie. You should always be skeptical of what a, what a cop says. Okay, cool. You support open borders and bring in refugees. Cool. Awesome. You want it, do you want a cookie for being on the side of freedom? I I don't understand. Damage what men have done? What are you talking about? One of you, one of you actually get in here and have a conversation with me. Because here's the thing. Some people are listening to this as a podcast and they don't know what the fuck you're saying. So if you've got something to say to me, hop in the debate freaking Discord channel. I'm there waiting on old man Jake or Eric. You can come in here as well. Come on, come at me, bro. Saying that we're embracing George Bush somehow is fucking dumb, you idiot. God damn. I didn't spend the... because Okay, here's the thing. I turned 18 in the year 2000. No, no, no. I turned 18 in the year 2001. I couldn't vote yet. I spent my 20s protesting Bush, you stupid fuck. Old man Jake, if you're in the Discord, there you can see text channels, and then you see voice channels. There's one called Debate Freakin'. Up in the Debate Freakin' voice channel. How am I a narrow-minded dummy? What am, what am I saying that's narrow-minded? All right, old man Jake, are you with us? Yeah, can you hear me? We can. What's going on, Jake? Oh, not much. Just trying to walk out the door with a bunch of shit in the way, so... I, I, I apologize that you have a bunch of shit in your way. Eh, well, it happens when you got two kids. I wouldn't know. Fuck kids. No, no, no. Don't literally fuck kids. Figuratively. Figuratively. <laughs> that would that would be bad. Don't no, fuck I kids. Don't. That's the kind of shit right no, wingers do. Yeah, I know how quick you are to say that. You what? How quick you are to say right winger. What do you mean? Well, you put people in categories so fast. Right? Do I? Well, if I disagree with one topic, like, let's say, how do you feel about unions? I'm very pro-union. I worked for a union for a little bit. Okay. And I can see the plus and minuses of it. And I'm not a... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go on, go on. With the police union, I can understand it. 
you know, because of the hazard of it. I can understand. Oh, okay. You, you. This is like the the second time you've talked. To it. You said the hazard of it. What are you talking about? Like, let's say you were a cop and you pulled somebody over. And you had your lights on. Hold on, hold on. What you're, you're what you're doing is you're 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 using conjecture, right? That's that's a logical fallacy. What I want is data, and here here's the data that I'm going to lay on you right now: is that being a cop is not even in the top ten most dangerous jobs. It is far more dangerous to be a pizza pizza delivery driver than it is to be a cop. I understand that. So I don't know what you're talking about. This hazard. I I'm trying to get to the union part. So, well, if you, like the one union I'm against is the police union, so. And the one union I'm against is retail union. Why? I have a good friend of mine that works for a union that's a grocery store, and the union there says you have to throw seventy-seven pieces an hour. Now, a piece is not just a box. Because in that box, you'd have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, or 24 because of the small uh, sauce cans. Now, he throws 350 pieces an hour, give or take. Or, no, actually, wait, 36. He'll throw 110 pieces an hour in a seven-hour shift when they start throwing. There's two guys a night that will throw exactly 77 pieces an hour, never finish their aisles, because they get two aisles a night, so you have, you know, your juice, your that type stuff. In the grocery store, if you imagine a grocery store, the center of it is all your hands and that type stuff. And he has to pick up slack. Now, he makes $16 an hour, and those two guys make 22 and 33 because they've been there for so long. The union says you have to start at the bottom and work your way up. But if you don't pull your weight, you can't be fired. Okay, so the first thing is like a $16 an hour wage is pretty good. And it probably wouldn't be near that if there wasn't a union. Well, no, because it's overnight, so actually... They started at fifteen plus the dollar overnight. So but also, also once again, you're you're giving me anecdotal evidence, right? You're just like I know somebody and this blah blah blah. What I I can't do is I can't verify what you're saying. So it's like it's a it's it's a dirty tactic to try to like. Well, I've got this story and blah blah blah, and this guy says this. I can't verify okay. that or debunk it, right? If you look up stop and shop. In Connecticut. But you you see why that's a logical fallacy, correct? But I... Okay. If you look up Stop and Shop in Connecticut, their union, uh, I think the minimum wage in Connecticut is $14.75. They don't count dollar. The union wages in Connecticut are about $92 for part-timers. Huh? So, Hold on, there's a lot of cars going by. I'm sorry, I'm sitting outside. So, let's put Connecticut with uh, Stop and Shop. Really? With Stop and Shop, right? Okay. Wait, hold on. All right. 
maybe this will be better. Take my headphone out. Um, with a union in a grocery store. Yes. So we'll agree with the grocery store, right? No, no, I'm I'm very pro union. I can understand your pro union. I okay, okay. It sounds like you are upset that. This dude is overworking himself. Sounds like he's giving away the value of his labor and isn't being fairly compensated. Yes. But I feel like that would be way worse without the union. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No. With the union, he has to start a minimum wage. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on. Who do you care about in this situation? Do you care about the worker or do you care about like the profits of the company? Because I, I don't give two shits. I don't give two shits about the company. I care about the workers. Yeah, and I care about my buddy that has three years on night crew that was laid off because of some stupidity, which we can get into in a little bit. That you blame the union for. How do yeah, I know that? How do I know that your buddy wasn't drunk on the job? How do I know that he wasn't inefficient? How do I know that he wasn't a bad worker? Like, this, like this is useless for us to talk about, right? Because, because I like to, I like to talk about data and facts, and you're like telling me some story about your buddy. See, he showed up late four times, but he couldn't bring in proof why he was late. All he had to do was bring in a receipt or a doctor's note. Even I told him, just have the doctor write you a note. That's all you had to do. So your buddy was lazy. <laughs> and you're... No, he's not lazy. He can throw like a machine. He can throw freight like a machine. But he didn't... All right, all right. Let's leave, let's leave this alone, because we're clearly not going to get anywhere on this. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like you're, you're basically he, describing he, that your, your friend was laid off for cause. Now he's in the union. Now he sees what untouchable is. Now, well, good I like unions. I like the unions that are like teacher, plumber, contractor, police. No, no, I like I like unions. Period. Like just having any uh, company in your area unionized raises the wages for everybody. Yeah, yeah. See, you you say it raises. No, there's data to support that. Exactly. But here comes the thing. As a part-timer at Stop and Shop, you're paying almost $92. And this is in Connecticut for the union dues. Plus, every week they're taking 6 to $8 for fees. And it's not tax deductible. So, they just renegotiated their... Uh, contract. Can you imagine how little that company would pay them without a union? Uh, Price Shopper and Shoprite are looking to hire night crew people at sixteen, seventeen dollars an hour because they can't find help. Okay, good. Home, Home Depot that is not union just changed the rules. As the truck goes by, hold on. Just change the rules that after you pass your 90 days 
probationary, you get a week of vacation paid. Because they can't find work. Now, okay. these are all companies that are not union. But if you're competing with a well, union, like you're going to offer benefits to compete with a company that is unionized. You understand that, right? So I was talking about yeah. being having one company that's unionized in your area drives up the wages for everybody else. It's what I just said. Yeah, but if you go to a union in retail, like Stop and Shop, you have to be there for a year to get 10 hours vacation time. Then you can start getting personal days. And you only get, for retail at Stop and Shop, or union, you only get 20 hours sick time in Connecticut. Can you imagine how much less it would be if you didn't have collective bargaining? Yeah, I could see that. Can you? I, I can, and could you not? Jesus, goddamn Christ. Hold on, another... I live around a bunch of goddamn rednecks, and all they do is run up and down my road. Hey, hey, let's not talk about rednecks now. I'm, I, I am a redneck. Oh. Hey, I understand having a lifted truck and all that, but when you no, 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 that's not a redneck. That's not that. That's not a redneck. That's a hick. When you cut your pipes short and put that clamp on it, so that way it makes your truck louder. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I get it. I understand you want to make a statement, but still. Yeah, as Scott Comet pointed out, a lot of retail has no vacation time, no sick leave. I, I've, I only worked retail for a couple of years back in the mid-2000s. I had no vacation days or sick leave. What year during 2000? It would have been like 2006, state? 2007. In Virginia, I worked for Olin Mills. I did retail photography. Okay, so that's a whole. I I don't under. I don't know how they work. Yeah, I don't know I how don't this know this life. company up in Connecticut works. That's why it's, it's meaningless. That's why I'm saying if you look up Stop and Shop Union and the contract that they just passed, the guys that have been there for 20 years got a bonus check for 600 or 500 dollars. Good tax. And then the part-timers got a check for $100 tax, but they still have to pay $92 in retail. And they can't... I, I got a couple of friends that work non-union retail and teaching. Do you have any data? Do you have any fucking data, dude? Yeah, I can get some pay stubs. No, 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 no. I need like research data that, that shows like this compared to like this non-union place compared to a union place because all the data says that unions are good for workers. And I can even show you traditionally in the United States, our wages were a hell of a lot higher in the 70s when we had high union membership. And high, back in the 70s, that's when... Bosses were ripping people off and cutting payroll without talking to you. No, no, no. Our wages were much higher back in the 70s. Our, 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 we are getting ripped off now. 
and you're not putting I can I can show you the graph of worker productivity versus wages and worker productivity has skyrocketed while wages have plateaued and you're talking about in what you're talking about in the 70s and 80s right I can show you over the last century how uh, uh, worker yeah, productivity and wages century. were coupled. What? And they split what? off about- They split off when we got to the Reagan Revolution, when we got to the union busting. And that's where wages became flat. I can show you the data. Now, let's talk about from 2010 till 2022. What about it? <laughs> how about the fact that Online sales and small businesses like online sales and restaurants and small little businesses like that have been booming. Have Does they? Does that add into... I, what's your booming? definition of booming and what data do you have to back this up? All right, Alex Jones. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. What? Um, you kind of sound like Alex Jones. No offense, Dave. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. No, I don't sound like Alex Jones. <laughs> I mean, he has a, he has a decent voice. He's a de- he's a good broadcaster, so I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. If radio was still a thing, you, him, and a few other people would make killing. But no. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. I was in radio for twenty years. Nobody makes a killing in radio. Well, maybe in the 70s and 80s, like the facts you want to quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when, back when unions were strong. Yeah. But I would have definitely been Johnny Fever on WKRP back in the day. <laughs> okay, okay. But like, okay, let's, let's, let's stop this union thing because we're not going to get anywhere because all you've got is like anecdotes. No. But like, let's. No, no, I want you. I want you. The, the thing I want. The thing I want to talk to you about is why do you think it's okay for cops to violate the Constitution? What part of the Constitution? The Fourth and Fifth Amendments. Are you trying to lead into no knock warrants? Absolutely. That's one of the things. Oh, okay. That's that's the violation of the Fourth Amendment. That cop shooting the dude uh, in 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 his home. That was a violation of the Fifth Amendment. So. Let me go over my understanding and my belief with no knock warrant. Do you want me to read the Constitution? Do you want me to read the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment to you? Can I just go over my statement with no knock warrants and how I believe about them? It doesn't matter. They're unconstitutional. The the action that we saw earlier involving Amir Locke was unconstitutional. They violated his constitutional rights. If you're if you're not on that side, then you're on the side of being against the Constitution. But here comes the thing. With a no knock warrant, the only time I believe a no knock warrant is justified is if the subject's house, like the person that is known to live there, has more than four violent crimes against them for jail time or prison. So someone that has domestic violence, a shooting crime, or a gang. Okay. Now, hold on, hold on. 
the right of the people to be secure in their persons, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So That's now, pretty fucking clear, isn't it? Yes, but let's say you live in a house, and the house next to you has does the Fourth Amendment say anything about? Let's say you live in a house, and this this like there's there's no conditions to it. Now, see, I can make the same argument against Second Amendment. Now, I'm a big believer against uh, for the Second Amendment. Sorry, but I do not like the NRA. I'm a big person against the NRA. Well, the I NRA is nothing but a lobbyist group for gun manufacturers. Yeah. So you have every right to be against the NRA. Yes. And I believe everybody should, under certain circumstances, everybody should be allowed to have a firearm as long as they fall underneath the state guidelines. Now, the state guidelines, like in California, have infringed against the Second Amendment. Now, what you have to understand is, as an officer that is trying to go into a house, like, let's say... You're an officer, right? And you get a call. I would never, ever be a cop because I believe in upholding the law. Yes. But let's say, let's just say hypothetically you're an officer. And dispatch calls in saying a lady called 911. There's a bunch of screaming. And you think you heard weapon, gun, or knife. You show up to the front door and you hear screaming, like out, like someone's dying screaming. What do you do? Do you stand there and knock on the door? Hey, can I come in? Or do you go through that door? What? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did someone call 911 to report a crime being committed against them in this house? Yes. Well, that's that that falls under the reasonable searches, right? Yes. Okay. Now, now let's take that same theory that you're an officer, and you're sitting there, and you're about to go to a house where you know two known gang members are that have three arrests. They've been in prison a couple times. They have assault. They have assault with. A, violent weapon they have assault with deadly weapon and they have assault against police officers or they have assault against people i don't care if i'm a cop if i'm a cop my job is to die to take them into custody if necessary but but the thing is is that you have proof that they've been selling fentanyl don't care all that do you go through that door with your hands up, or do you go through with a, with a gun in your hand? I don't think anybody should be going through that door. Like, fucking... If they're, if they're in their home, they have Fourth Amendment protections. But they've been selling drugs to people, and people have died. I don't care! I don't care that they were selling drugs. Don't fear monger about stupid-ass drugs. So, do you believe all drugs should be legal? Yes. And be uh, yes, yes. So, so you think a heroin addict should be able to go to a state-run place where the yes. drugs are tested? Yes. Thank you. See, 
Now, here comes the thing. We're not yelling at each other, and I actually agree with that. Because I think if a state-run facility with any type of drug that you're addicted to, from tobacco to ecstasy to heroin, should be 100% legal because then you cut down on the cartels and then yes. you yes. no longer need no, no knock warrants. You, you don't have the hood issues anymore. You no longer have kids selling Oh, okay. <laughs> I still, I still don't, I, I, I don't get where you're going with this. Like, you seem to think that a mere lock dying was justified. No, I think what that was the comment that you made. Done, what I think he should have done is not reached for a firearm. Okay, okay, six seconds, six seconds. Man, you're in your house, you're asleep, you're a legal gun owner, and somebody busts in your door, what's the first thing you're going to fucking do? You said you believed in the Second Amendment, motherfucker. Put your money where your mouth is and get pissed off about a mere lock dying. The first thing, if my door gets kicked in... He had every right to shoot every single one of those cops. No, the first yes. thing I'm, Yes. First you said you believed in the Second Amendment. The first thing I'm doing is yeah. Somebody busts into your house of a morning, you're going to pull a fucking gun out on him, aren't you? I'm going to reach for my gun and say I have a loaded weapon, leave. 6 seconds, man. 6 seconds. Times. No, I'm going to re- I'm going to repeat I have a gun, leave. 6 seconds. He was he was dead asleep. Six seconds. Dead asleep. Busting in on your ass. He had every right to shoot at them. And the Supreme Court's even ruled. Yeah, you could shoot a cop if they uh, legally enter your house. Yeah, but if a cop kicks in your door... You believe in the Second Amendment, right? And if I hear the... Amir Locke had every right to shoot all of those cops. Say it. No. Then you don't believe in the Second Amendment. I, if a police officer kicks in your door. They did not identify themselves. They did not identify, they didn't even kick in the fucking door. They quietly unlocked it and then busted in. Then that's their own fault. They should have been shot by Amir Locke. He was 100% within his right and the cop that shot him should be charged. Say it. Because if, you, if you can be killed by the cops for having a gun when you are a legal gun owner, then that's a violation of the Second Amendment. Is it not? When just, you, you can't be shot just for the sheer act of having a gun, or you don't believe in the Second Amendment. See, this is why it's hard talking to people like you. Because I'm trying to state my fact, or my statement, and you're just going to keep talking over But you don't have facts. You don't actually believe in the Second Amendment. Okay. Here's my statement. If someone comes into my house, loud or quiet, before... You have every right to shoot them. See? See? I'm trying to say something and you're going to jump over me. But that's... that's if, I don't see how I'm wrong. If somebody comes into my bedroom 
that I don't know, loud or quiet, before my finger goes onto that trigger, in that three to four seconds, I've identified my target. And I already know how to move, and I know exactly where my rounds are going to go. What you are saying is incredibly dumb. You don't no. believe in the Second Amendment. Listen, I have over 40, 40 right, guns in my house. I'm really you do, Just because you have a bunch of guns doesn't mean you believe in the Second Amendment, because you are not standing up for Amir Locke's rights. Listen. If those officers were in the wrong, they were. Then they, and then you should. That's my problem: is you are not advocating for them to be held accountable. They were in the wrong. You should be able to see they? that, and you should be able to admit that, and you should be on my side, demanding accountability from those dumbass cops. But not all cops are bad. Yes, they are. Do you know how I know? Do you know how I know? Cops don't ever arrest other cops. They've got what's called a blue code, where they where they take up for each other. Internal affairs. I don't know. I don't know Internal. what you're talking about. Internal affairs. Bullshit. Internal Bullshit. Affairs. Bullshit. Cops cover up all the fucking time. Internal affairs. Oh, we investigate ourselves, and we found ourselves innocent. Do you? I can run down a list of times that cops have tried to expose corruption within the police force and been retaliated against. Chris Dorner comes to mind. And if you go against a union, you get retaliated against. Good so goddamn, go. dude. Good. Go- Just say you don't believe in the Constitution. I believe in the Constitution. Do you? Then why are you not upset over the Amir Locke shooting? Be, are they, did they go to court? The cops. the cops will not be charged. Okay. Has all the evidence been out? All the body cam? All the forensic evidence? I'm not the prosecutor. But like we no, we can see, we've seen the body camera six seconds they shot the man he was a legal gun owner what more do you need? But you you, you as a proponent of the Second Amendment should be the most pissed off about Amir Locke dying. But instead, because you used to be a cop, you're trying to defend your fucking cop buddies. No 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 because I want all the evidence. This this is why I'm not. What a more cop. do you need? He was a legal gun owner. He was not on the warrant. He wasn't wanted for anything. He wasn't involved in any of this shit. He had a right to shoot those cops. He does not. You Yes, he do. Yeah, 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 he do. Owner, he did. He did. He did. Listen. If you're a legal gun owner, you do not have the right to shoot someone entering your house. Yeah, you do. No. You don't. You have the right to defend yourself. Which means you don't have the right to kill. You have the right to wound. The right to wound. My god, dude. You're just so like making I, up shit. You're you're just making up exceptions to the constitution now. No, because when I say the right to wound, you can't shoot someone in the leg because that could be a mortal injury because you can hit the vein and all that type of stuff. Everybody that gets a gun should have to go through a training course where they're taught to use the firearm. I think that's already a thing, isn't it? 
It, it, no, no. Because in a few states, you can get a pistol or a rifle and go play. Ventilator. But this has this has nothing to do with the fact of the matter that Amir Locke was within his rights to shoot at those cops. And that the cop that shot him was in the wrong and violated the Constitution. That's what I'm trying to get from you right now. I, we can get on I the same under, page. I can understand the Constitution law. I, I can get that. Can you? But you keep saying there's six seconds of body cam footage, right? There's about 30 seconds of body camera footage. It's six seconds right. from the time the cops entered the apartment to the time that they shot him. So I want to see the field report. I want to see the photographs of exactly what had happened. And I want to see... Do you even know the story that I'm talking about? No, no, because if you... So you're just speaking out your ass. (laughs) But you you think I should take you seriously, though? Listen, if... The reason for them, the police officers, to go into that apartment or house was justified. And shots were fired. Then they need to be re-examined. If they went in for just for a noise complaint, then charges need to be filed. No, they had a warrant. They had a no-knock warrant. For what reason? They were investigating a murder. But Amir Locke was not involved in that murder. Was not wanted was, for anything. Was the sub- subject that was wanted for... It, it was like his cousin's murder. house they were in. So was that murder suspect linked to that house? Like his ID said that house? Yes, yes, yes. And it was his cousin's house? Something to that effect, yes. But once again, they shot a completely innocent person. That's, you don't seem upset about the cops shooting an innocent citizen oh, no, and on. violating his hold constitutional on. rights. I think that is the egregious thing here. And you don't seem no. to give a shit. And I don't understand why. You're, you're filling in a blank here. So the cousin is the murder suspect. None of that has any bearing on the fact that the cops shot an innocent guy. No, no, this will... And that he had the right to shoot at them. So you can't say he had a gun so he deserved to die. Otherwise, you don't believe in the Second Amendment because he was a legal gun owner. Hold hold on, hold on, hold on. So the cousin was a murder suspect, right? Yes. Was he linked to that house? Yes. What? Okay. Okay. Was there evidence showing that he had anything to do with the mur- the cousin? Like, did they say in the reports of anything do, or was it just, we think? Why a- can't you admit just, just, the cops shooting an innocent person is egregious and a violation of the Constitution? Because we're, we're going to work to that. Was the cousin a plausible source oh to the God. murder, or was he just, everyone thought he did it? 
I don't fucking know all those details because I don't care. I only care about Amir Locke, the innocent person who was executed by the cops for no fucking reason. Now, if he's the murder suspect, like... He was not a murder suspect! No, the cousin. Just walk with me through this hallway, okay? If the murder suspect's in there and they know that he's there, they wouldn't do a no-knock warrant. It would be a surround-the-house SWAT team type thing where they lock down the neighborhood. Now, see, I didn't know that part about being the murder suspect. I just knew that there was a crime committed and the house was connected to something. So the no-knock warrant is not justified in any way, shape, or form. It should have been surrounded by SWAT and talked down. I thought you were supposed to be a cop. I was. No, I don't. No, you weren't. You're a fucking liar. I don't believe for two seconds that you were ever a cop. You were a swap, swap and shop union member. He said it was his friend was a swap and shop union member. Stop and shop. Whatever. You were never a cop. You're a fucking liar, first off. Second off, you have no... If it was you in the situation, you haven't even been able to put a full thought together in six seconds. The cops would have blatted you out of the fucking living room. If there's a murder suspect in a house, you don't go in. It does not matter. The circumstances... Despite all of your anecdotes and bullshit, doesn't mean shit because the fucking dude they killed, who was an innocent bystander, had nothing to do with anything in the fucking situation. But I didn't know the part of the murder suspect. Well, you sure came in fucking hot with some opinions like you did. So how about maybe now you change it up a little bit and go, okay, maybe previously I didn't believe in the Second Amendment and fuck the Constitution, but now this good sir who has taken his time to speak to my dumbass has changed my mind. See, this is why it's hard to talk to people like you. No, it's not hard to talk to people like us if you're not an idiot and if you admit when you're wrong and you don't know the fucking full information of whatever it is you're trying to rail so hard against. You're just trying to be combative so you can get attention. No, the thing is, is I thought that this was another, oh, white guy kills a black person. Now that I have all the information, well, some of the information. The the, the race doesn't matter. I give a shit about the Constitution. Black, white, I don't care. Nobody should have died in that situation. Exactly. And they should have done where they circled the house, closed down the neighborhood, and let him come out on his own accord, or barricaded and gone that route. Can you admit that the cops violated Amir Locke's constitutional rights? I can say the cops should have not entered that door. They should have taken... I I don't know why saying that they violated Amir Locke's constitutional rights is so hard for you, especially given that you are a Second Amendment proponent. I'm not a Second Amendment component. See, you keep putting (laughs) words in my mouth. No, you said you believe in the Second Amendment, right? Uh, A Second Amendment proponent. Proponent. Not opponent. Proponent. Not component. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear the car. You sound drunk. You certainly shouldn't be driving anywhere. 
No, I'm hearing cars going by. I don't know if you guys can pick that up. I can understand that the fact that they should have not gone through the door. They should have stopped, waited, and pulled the suspect out on his own accord. They should have allowed him to come out, and detectives could have done their job. Say it, say it with me now. Amir Locke had the right to shoot at them. And the first officer through the door should have had a non-lethal, like a taser. Amir Locke had the right to shoot at those cops. Say it. I will not. Then you don't believe in the Second Amendment. You don't believe in the Second Amendment, dude. No, because I do not, I, I do not believe in any loss of life. I believe. Okay, let me ask you this then. What is the point of living a life in such conflict of your own brain? Like, how does it not leak out of your ears that you can't, like, on the one hand, you can condone an innocent person being killed, and on the second, on the other hand, you can't, like, say that that person, even though they were innocent, weren't allowed. Like, I can't, I can't wrap my brain around the 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 line. Any loss of life is tragedy, plain and simple. Well, the cops kill about a thousand citizens every year, more than every uh, the ten next industrialized countries combined kill in ten years. So I think there's a problem with U.S. policing. And I believe there's a problem with the world, but we can't tackle that today. We can, yeah, but that's okay. The problem with the world isn't a public policy issue. Policing is. Then how do you think we maintain law and order? By you're arguing that we should just let cops execute people in the fucking street against the Constitution, no, and then asking me no. how to fucking maintain law and order. What the fuck? No, I'm not. See, I am asking you to abide by the Constitution. Asking cops to abide by the Constitution. That's called law and order, motherfucker. I understand that fact. Do you? Do you? Because you can't you can't ordain your mouth to say that Amir Locke's constitutional rights were violated. Even though it's clear as fucking day. I understand. That <laughs> you can understand it. See, you guys are so fast to throw words at me. No, it's because it's a really fucking simple concept. Either the guy's constitutional rights were violated and you and you agree you with that. Understand all the time all the time that people are getting fucked over constitutionally or not. So, so then what I'm is the point of being the proponent for the side of shit? I'm I'm trying to say any loss of life is a tragedy. <laughs> any loss of life is not tragic, but that that can be that can be avoided by holding police accountable for their mistakes and for yep. taking and away the ability for them to make those mistakes in the future. That and why can't you just agree to that? Because, because that's what when you say sense. defund when you say defund the police, it brings more bad cops. No it, doesn't. no, it 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 doesn't. We are funding police at record levels, and there's all kinds of fucking bad cops. No, no, no. Yeah, what we what we mean when we say defund the police, I'm in the, I am for abolishing the police, building them back from the ground up. I don't think they should exist as is anymore. 
But, but, but when we say defund the police, we mean allocating the resources to uh, programs that actually prevent crime. Cops don't prevent crime. You understand that, right? I understand that. And before I go any farther, um, the other speaker, is it uh, Madam Miss? Is the media wench is her name. I'm a media wench. Can I just say miss? Yeah, sure. That, thank you. It's easier for me. Miss. Miss Winch. You were the, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Miss, I, I am indeed. It, if you were to make it where a person has to put up $20,000 to become a cop, it's going to be much harder to have cops, but you're going to get people that really want to help. You huh? have people putting up $100,000 to become a doctor. It's like you could choose a different profession. I just I just want yeah. cops that are like have to go to a four-year fucking institution and actually you learn know, the law. Actually like learn the law. It, then it there's a step that we can take is saying cops have to have a two- to four-year law school no, they don't. Do no, they no, don't. Saying, no, I'm saying that's a step that we can take. That yes, let's. To learn law. Listen, yes. It takes a lawyer six to eight years to be able to be a lawyer to interpret and infor- and, uh, mm-hmm. and interpret and 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 uh, and do a fucking and go to court. It takes like. 16 months for a cop to fucking enforce it. Like, what the fuck is that? There's a, there's a huge gap here on we, the responsibility of what the responsibilities of police officers should be, who are far too often being the judge, jury, and executioner on the spot, when that should not be their responsibility and should not be the culture of the police. If you were to say... To become an officer, you have to have a two to three year degree law. Like you just go learn law for two, three years. And people would become lawyers because they make much more money than police officers. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a needed job. You still need no, somebody. Is it? Is it? You realize dude, 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 dude. the origins of the police, the very, very beginning and the origins of the of the what is considered the police was like a shit job that the dregs of society did that it was then, like not a it was not a reputable position to be a police officer in a community when the police officers started to become a thing and then they turned into fucking a bunch of bullies for the mafia and then they turned into a bunch of bullies for the state and the government and now they're just running amok like they fucking own the place and they need to be knocked down about 10 or 12 or a fucking 42 okay. fucking pegs back Damn to the right. dregs of society from whence they fucking came. Okay. Well, this is how I'm going to end this. I'm going to say you guys win because of whatever non-reality you live in and no offense. <laughs> non-reality. I just I I yeah. read the constitution to you and tried to get you to agree yeah. that we need to enforce no, no. the constitution. Okay. You you think no. you think the fucking cops shouldn't have to abide by the constitution? I find that odd. No, I I believe they do, but let me end. I can't fucking tell. Let let me just end this here. I hope you guys do very good on stream. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you guys, you know, do good on merch and all that type of stuff because I know that's the next step. Um, 
Next step. That's been the step. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm, j- I just look Go here and there. <laughs> uh, I'll probably pop on Discord here and there. I mean, I'm rare here and there because I'm busy. But I hope you guys have a great night. Uh, disagree to degree. No, 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 no. Uh, you were wrong. Okay. Disagree to disagree. There's no agree to disagree. You were wrong. <laughs> How about this? We'll disagree to disagree. Yeah, you're still wrong. No, no, no. You're wrong. In the kitchen, dude. Uh, see, I've been trying to be nice this whole time, and uh, I've been trying to be factual. Uh, I drink Budweiser, so I'm a step above Four Locos. <laughs> well, uh, cheers to you. I'll, 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 uh, I'll toast to you on that one. Yeah, but you guys have a great night. Uh, sorry, we couldn't find common grounds. We uh, couldn't find common ground because you don't believe in the Constitution. Like it was pretty I, easy. We laid it out. How how about, well, next time I'm around, we can have another conversation and maybe we'll talk about firefighters. I'm cool with firefighters. I don't want to abolish the firefighters. Yeah, nobody ever wrote a song called Fuck the Fire Department. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't like like the color of the fire trucks. I think they should be uh, blue. Newark, they're they're yellow. Oh, um. I like the red. Oh, what is, is it uh, Italy that they're uh, yellow or orange or something like that? I, I no, can't Newark, remember. Newark, California and Bay Area, Newark, city I used to live in. Oh, yellow. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, madam. Um, madam but, Witch? Uh, no. It's not Newark, Italy. <laughs> no, Newark, California. All right. So we'll... We'll try again, maybe. But do uh, you guys have a great night? And I mean, can you, can, can like you evaluate your stance on the Second Amendment? Because like you clearly don't believe in it. If you think the cops are justified to shoot somebody who was legally armed, I don't think you could spell Second Amendment right now, Justin. <laughs> I that's okay. Please drink one for us, though. Can you not? Can you not two back one for me and one for Winch? Uh, how do you guys feel about uh, Jim Bean uh, Red Stack? Oh, take a couple of shots of beam for me. I'll do one because I got to get up at five. Oh, I understand. Well, I I wish you the best getting up at five. That that comes way too early. It happens, but yeah, you guys can say you guys won all night. I mean, it's disagree to disagree. So, but we were correct though. Hey, once again, disagree, disagree. But you're just wrong. That's the, that's meaningless. But having a conversation like this moves the ball forward. Yeah, I mean that's the whole reason I'm here. Okay, then, um, fake handshake. Disagree. Disagree. We'll try again next time. How about that? I appreciate you coming on and talking with us, Jake. It was a lot of fun. Yep, and you guys can talk all the shit about me as you guys want. We're not going to talk shit about you. Just that you're wrong. I mean, you were just, you were wrong. That's all. Mindset is a mindset, you know? Uh, the Constitution is the Constitution. Yeah. Touche. How mindset. about that? Sorry. I mean, right, I read it to you. A, yeah. Well, you guys have a great night. Good luck on stream. You too, Jake. Thank you, man. Yep. Bye. Media Winch, thank you for joining me. 
I didn't mean to come crashing through like the Kool-Aid man, but I was about to spit fire. You gave me the opportunity to be able to go refill my tea, so. <laughs> Glad to be of service. I think he talked the whole time. I was uh, like, I am pretty much deaf, so like my headphones were blaring when I was over. I, I heard everything you said the entire time mm. I was away. But I had you to step in if needed. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. How did your stream go last night? I didn't get a chance to watch very much of it. Um, I was on last Monday, night. Monday, Monday. I forgot what night it was. Monday was good. Monday was real good. We watched uh, we watched Adrian Curry video. She's gone like straight QAnon fucking pedo shit. I mean, she was there already. No, like, like worse, worse. She's gotten worse. Oh wow. She's oh wow. Worse. Yes, right. It's worse. <laughs> um, and then we watched uh, a couple episodes of the Red, White, and Blueprint uh, documentary, the back episodes, because we're going over those again. Yeah, what's going on? Like, catches up with the Shasta County thing. Didn't you have a recall election that happened for, like, a school board or some shit? No, no, no. It was the Shasta County Board of Supervisors for the whole county. Oh, oh, they, shit. Yeah, they managed to recall one of the supervisors, replaced him with a dude named um, Tim Garment. And Nut job? Uh, it's, been, it's been kind of a shit show since they've, like, when Modi was... Uh, at the beginning of the year, Modi was elected um, head chair of the board, and then Mary Rickert was voted vice chair. So whenever Modi was uh, recalled, they redid the vote for the head chair and put Les Baugh in. And Les Baugh is one of the two other supervisors that they didn't try to recall. That's one of the Red, White, and Blueprint people's fucking buddy buddies with uh, Patrick Jones, who's the other one. And uh, so now it's a three to two against Mary and base Joe, and it fucking sucks. Wow. I I can't. It's it's very difficult to. A, a county board of supervisors should never be something that is count on a bull to be fucking insane content for a fucking lackluster streamer week after week after week after week that fucking shit delivers the crazy it should be a mundane approval of budgets that's all they fucking do where to put a fucking stoplight at where to where to repave roads that's what fucking county supervisors do and allocate funds uh, for shit it's a shit show every other fucking week. The next night meeting is uh, May 31st, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. Dave and I will probably do an all-day fucking thing like we did last time, because that was that was super fun. And it's leaves oh, shit. Tomorrow. That's my birthday weekend. That's my birthday weekend. <laughs> That's your birthday weekend? Yes. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday this year. Last year, uh, Media Winch and Producer Dave actually ran the show. That was Sparkle's first ever time on stream. Yeah. She was she was on here for, what, a minute? And like Producer Dave was like, oh, you've got jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now she's on here every Friday. I was trying to get her to do that. I knew, I knew she'd be hilarious. That's the same thing that Dave did to me back so many years ago whenever he... Uh, Asked me to be on local love for the first time. 
And I was like, I don't know who any of these people are, and I'm an idiot, and I don't want to make an idiot out of myself on the radio. He's like, no, no, honey, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know how he is. <laughs> Well, I guilt I guilt trip sparkles by like, oh, it's my birthday, it's my birthday. Come on and be on on my birthday. Listen to you, peer pressure and girls. And, and then and then she she realized it's awfully fun. It's fu- it's oh, fun yeah. to it's talk shit. Fun. It like it feeds that small portion of me that is a narcissist. Um, <laughs> and be, like, wanting to be like Robin and Howard. <laughs> And it's uh, it, it's it's just because they're they've been a couple of heroes of mine since I was a teenager, and I've always since I was able to call into radio stations and request music from when I was like ten, eleven, twelve years old have wanted to be have just wanted to be a DJ. So now that I do the talk show stuff, it gives me that it gives me that satisfaction. I am actually lucky that the the big time DJ, his name was Doctor Dawn, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Incredible! Like I used to call in when he would do like a request Saturday night and shit, and I would call in and request shit. So later, when I became the news director of nine radio stations in the region, Doctor Dawn was the news director of a competing radio station. So we would we would be like covering the same story. We'd be at like press conferences and shit, and then I'd get to go and like fucking get high with Doctor Dawn. We'd go smoke a joint after the press conference and shit. So I, I got to get high with my like the local DJ that I used to call into when I was a kid. That was super cool. Yeah. And this was I around the, this was around the time that uh, uh, System of a Down came out with the Mesmerize Hypnotize. I can't remember which yeah. one it was, but we were listening to the the video radio song in the in the truck, and he's like, "That's ska, man! They went from ska to being metal. That's ska. That's awesome." I introduced him to System of a Down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah! Rest in peace, Doctor Dawn. He died probably about ten years ago or something like that. Yeah, I got to job shadow a morning show one time when I was in eighth grade before I went into high school. I can't imagine them letting students into a radio station because, like, off air we were so pro- we were just yelling fucking slurs and no, 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 horrid profanities at each other. It wasn't at the radio station. It was that they were doing a live. They were doing a live show from. A location in like a tent thing. Okay, okay. So they they were out in public on their best behavior then. Yeah, and I just got to basically stand there and watch him do a music show and play records and nothing really after. That was weird. All right, Winch. I think uh, we're gonna do a couple more stories, and I'm gonna wrap it up for the night. I've still, I've still got a little work I gotta do tonight, but I appreciate you dropping by. Oh yeah, thank you. I didn't mean, like I said, I didn't mean to 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 just fucking bust in, but fuck, man, I was losing. You know, you're welcome. (laughs) I mean, I I I had it under control, but also, you're welcome. Always, you're welcome. I tried to, I tried to actually call you on the phone, phone. Um. But the uh, but it didn't answer, and I was like, oh, I don't know if he could take calls in Discord at the same time. So I was just like, maybe I could just bust in like the fucking Kool Aid Man. Oh shit, no, I can't because the audio for the disc I can't do phone Discord at the same time. But I'm surprised I didn't hear it ringing. 
I got you. I got your number now, ma'am. Oh, good. <laughs> Call me. Okay. I mean, it's like I don't have a million ways to contact you. Well, I mean, I like talking on the phone. People think that I'm fucking weird or whatever, but I've I've thoroughly enjoyed talking on the phone. You can. Call I me. hate talking on the phone. Even even when I have to make phone calls for work, I don't do it on my cell phone. I do it on like my Google Voice. So I'm sitting here behind. I've got my headphones on and talking into the microphone like this. Oh yeah. See, my mom, that's one thing that my mom and I do a lot is like if she'll be, if she's a, cause she's a real estate agent and she drives around the whole Bay Area shit all the time. And so, uh, so she'll call me when she's on the road and I'll just sit and talk to her while she's driving. Um, and then when I'm on the road and I go back and forth to Northern California and back, I'll call her, I'll call my sister, I'll call, I'll call everybody. I like talking on the phone. See, I don't, if I'm cruising, I want to listen to my podcast or I want to sing along to my music. Leave me alone. No, I do all that too, but like if I'm on the road for three or four hours, I'm like, I got some time to kill. I can fucking hang out and talk on the phone. Fucking Amber and I will sit here, like I'll sit here on Messenger, on video chat, and I'll talk to her for two or three hours. See, that's nothing, like me and my best friend, we get on video chat, but it's like for ten minutes, we smoke a bowl together, and it's like, well, I'll talk to you later, peace. Nope, we'll sit here, we'll play with, we'll, I'll show her fucking pictures and my fucking Google photos, we'll eat dinner, we'll like watch her cook, we'll roll joints, we'll like, you know. Nope, 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 nope. Like, me and my buddy, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, tops, gone. Nope. Talk to you in a few hours. I video, video chat the other day and fucking giggled for like half an hour. I video chatted with you for a couple hours the other day. It was called The Freak oh, yeah. Show and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> We try, If you guys didn't get to tune into the Freak Show, we tried to pull an April Fool's joke where Sparkles was going to knock me out, and yeah. then it was just going to be Media Winch, and so, like Sparkles was going to recruit Media Winch, and they were going to do the show, and she was going to say that the show was just going to be them going going forward, but yeah. like, no. we, we, we couldn't, we had tech issues, and we couldn't get hooked up, yeah. but Media Winch joined us for the show. The audio played an April Fool's joke on us. Yes, yes, indeed. I uh, I had thought about asking you and producer Dave to do the freak show, and just you guys act like you were me and Sparkles, and just not even say anything. We should have just done it as Echoplex and just used all our own fucking overlays and everything. Just just do the plex. <laughs> I I well, I thought about like different things that we could have done. Like we like on the station I was on, we had like nine different radio stations. So on April Fools, we would like. Uh, put the stations on different stations, right? Like, so the country station would be on the on the pop station. So I thought, huh, maybe on April Fools we should broadcast on Echoplex and Echoplex broadcast on me. But then again, that probably wouldn't be good for you guys because you got way more followers than I do. Nah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> but Media Winch, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Love you, sweetheart. I will talk to you later. Always a pleasure, my dear. I love you too. Yeah, we did not rehearse that. We did not rehearse that spontaneous shit. Uh, Dip triggered Omni. I don't... Omni, I've seen... uh, I don't know about Omni, but, like, I've seen posts by Omni on Twitter. Seems like a real shit lib, but also, I don't know. I okay, so like even though I talked on the radio, I hate talking on the phone. I don't know what it is, and it may just be the holding. Because I'll sit here and talk. As I said, when I'm I'm on 
calls for jobs and shit, I take the calls here with my headphones and shit. Yeah, like omni-liberal. I didn't didn't know you were on a diet. Yeah, there's like an omni-liberal on on Twitter. Amnestic, of course. Do you want to call and uh, do you want to call or do you want to Discord? You want me to hop back into the debate freaking channel? Please tell us about weird local shit. We love it. Yeah, hop in Discord again. I'm waiting for you. Hey, hey, howdy. Are are you there with us? Yes, I hear you now. Am Am I saying your name right when I say amnestic? Is that correct? Yes. It's a, uh, uh, wait, let me mute you on my TV. Okay, yeah, I have you. Funniest thing, I have you fucking routed through my Xbox, believe it or not. Through your, through your Xbox? Is yeah. There, is there like a Twitch app on the Xbox? Yeah, there's a Twitch app on the Xbox. There's an app for like most streaming services, because I don't have a real like actual PC. So... I just make do with what I got. I totally understand. I watch a lot of shit on the PS5. Oh no! Oh shit! You have a five? Damn. I I did. Okay, that's that's one of the things about working from home is that I was able to look for the drops and everything. <laughs> so you, if you're if you're paying attention to Twitter and you kind of know when the drops are happening, that's how I was able to get a hold of one. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm about to say it's either that or you got off a scalper and you're too good for a scalper. No, I would I would never encourage scalpers. Yeah. No, I got I got like one of those GameStop bundles. I didn't want to drop that, but it was like eight hundred and something dollars. It came with an extra controller, a year of PS plus, like a fifty dollar GameStop Ooh. card. Like it was it was bullshit. But I'm like, I want the fucking PS five. That's understandable. I'm probably gonna get a Series X one of these old days. Because um, I do prefer Xbox. About the only thing I don't like about Xbox is there's no fighting games. That's about it. You guys don't have Mortal Kombat on Xbox? Well, we have though. We have like Mortal Kombat and Justice. Uh, we don't have any of the weird ones. Well, we don't like have like Virtual Street Fighter and shit like that. Oh uh, yeah, we don't have Virtual Fighter. We have Tekken, I think, but I don't really. I'm not a big fan of Tekken. Um, I was thinking more like the obscure ones like you know um uh fuck what do you call it blaze blue skullgirls um damn i've never even heard of those a guilty gear like all the good shit i thought guilty gear was some kind of an rpg no it's well i think there was one spin-off that was but the main series is fighting games oh uh, okay guilty gear um fight like spin-offs oh by the way uh, i saw someone mentioning in chat uh, Omni liberal, um, the the lore on Omni lib is basically he's destiny. It's destiny's sort of like, um, I, I think it's just his main Twitter account. I think it's just that's what he calls his main Twitter. So it's not like a sock puppet. He's not hiding his. No, he he he's very uh, vocal. I think it's his main. I can't remember if it's his main account or if he has two separate accounts that act and that he basically both runs. I can't remember. Um, 
Yeah, Destiny, not the best guy. I don't know if you, you're aware of, like, the Twitter drama and what's happened with him more recently, but, like... I never had an issue with him, but I saw that clip of, like, oh, I can make a 41% joke, and I wanted to jump through the fucking screen and and do oh, things that Twitch would oh, ban me over. Deeper. Oh, it goes deeper than that. I've um, I've heard. I just don't pay attention enough. Yeah, probably for the best, but just um, another thing about him... Uh, one more reason not to like him for context is um, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. It was some woman made like a Me Too post, yeah, saying uh, talking about their story about how they got stealthed, and this motherfucker literally was like, "Yeah, haha, you got stealthed. You shouldn't have casual sex because you couldn't speak up for yourself while being stealthed." I I think that was like Kevils or some shit like that. And yeah, that wasn't the Kevils thing. That wasn't that the was Kevils thing. That was another drama that went on. No, that was a separate thing. Um, the Kevils thing is transphobia. It's just pure transphobia. Oh, okay. Well, I, it's how Kevils got on my radar, and I, and I follow them now. Oh, yeah. They're pretty cool. Um, yeah. Did you see that fucking uh, video I sent you? The, no. Uh, no, I haven't got a chance to, to check it out yet. Okay. Basically, um, so we watched it through... See, you know, I'm a college kid, so I still live with my fucking parents, and um, I have to go to church to appease them before, you know, I can actually get out of the fucking house. And oh, I'm so sorry, darling. Shit, you know? Nah, that's cool. I just have to remember that they don't know I'm a woman, but hey. Oh, man, you, you have to present and go to church and shit? Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Um, oh, okay, yeah, that's right, yeah, he gets, um, Destiny, that's right, I think his main account got banned, so he made the Omnilib account to pretend he's not Destiny as far as Twitter is concerned, but everyone else knows that he is. I do not encourage people making alt accounts after you get banned on Twitter, that is not a good thing, do not do that. Yeah. Not saying I've done that. (laughs) (laughs) I totally haven't done that. Well, you see, I haven't done that because I only have one account, and it's all dead and has no posts on it. For good reason. Okay, okay. Let's... This this video is intriguing me here. Would you would you like me to pull it up and have you talk over it? Um, yeah, sure, why not? Because I've already watched through it once. I might as well, like, give commentary. God, it's an hour long. Shit. It is. I, I was wonder. I was thinking you probably wouldn't show it on stream just because of how fucking long it is. Um, I I want to know. I want to know what's going on here. So can we can we do like five or ten minutes of it and see see what we got going on? I was expecting you like probably run for like ten minutes at one point five. That was all I was really hoping for, but it is interesting, and maybe we can cover more of it later. But basically, the premise hold, is... Hold, hold on, let me... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip over. I'm going to lose you here for a second. I'm going to have to add you back in so that we can watch this together. Yeah, that's cool. I got you. I can still hear you, but other people can't. Okay, so yeah, I see it on screen now. Okay, so... um, Just tell me when you got things going. Oh, excuse me. Okay, you should be with us now. Okay, neat. So, um, first of all, I'd like you to see the intro that they have made. 
It's just, it's fucking comedy gold. Like, just. So, is just this a church that's thing. local to you? No, I don't know where the fuck this church is. Oh, okay. I, I have no relation to this church whatsoever. I don't know anything about them. Where did this you find it? Uh, I didn't find it. It was, um, my preacher found it and has presented it to the church as, um, and he basically endorsed, like, everything said in this. Um, so basically the premise is, uh, this guy here, the preacher in this video. The um, Gog of Magog that... invasion? What in the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> okay, I, um... Wait, did somebody in the chat mention dead or alive? You motherfuckers, I, I hate that. Don't even fucking speak of that fucking game. I do not <laughs> want to hear that fucking name in my chat. Okay, that, that was the one where they had, like, they did a uh, dead or alive, like, uh, volleyball or some shit, didn't they? It's the titty game. It's, it's literally titty. just the titty game. That's, that's all it's about, is fucking titties. I don't know, I it's, play it's Injustice, I play Mortal Kombat. Uh, I'm also that's my games too because that's all the Xbox has, frankly. Oh, uh, give me Starfire and I will whoop your ass. Oh, I'm an Enchantress main. Ooh, I love Enchantress, but I can't fucking get the hang of her. Like I, I can't get the spells all fast enough. Oh well, I mean the thing about like um her back four B is that you don't want to play it. You don't want to use some of her abilities until you're, like, on opposite side of the screen from somebody. Oh, I know, but I'm always... I'm always... My buddy, uh, you know, always has some kind of projectile he can throw at me or some shit. Like, he... Oh. He tends to be, okay. like, a Red Hood, or he uh, he really likes Scarecrow. Joker, he fucking jokers me to death. He fucking hits me with that oh, fucking crowbar all the time. I think he's, like, a fucking one-trick Joker player. And he is disgustingly powerful with the fucking joker um but the trick with um projectiles is there's an ability she has hell wall i think oh yeah, yeah that yeah. Reflects, reflects projectiles so you pop that if they have projectiles then cast hex but if you if they don't then you just fucking hope that they don't have a teleport and you don't have to reverse block oh yeah the teleport he uses uh uh raiden on me a lot Oh god, yeah, I forget Raiden's and fucking Justice. Fucking him and Sub Zero are probably the most powerful, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I haven't actually looked at tier lists like a friend of mine did because um, people were like making jokes about um, me being top tier, and then a friend of mine was like, actually, no, apparently Enchantress has been nerfed to the fucking ground because she no longer has her Im unblockable. Oh, really? I didn't know that. She used to have an unblockable on her, um... She has, like, a mix-up move where she can go, uh, I think it's, like, YX or YA. And then if it's YX, then it's a, uh, parry. And if it's YA, it's a unblockable, or it used to be an unblockable. Oh, so you're but saying, like, YX, and that has no... <laughs> yeah, well... You, you'll, I don't know what control scheme is for that, but like it's uh, the idea is it looks about the same, and so you have to like you can trick them by like using the uh, attack version, and then they try and punch you out of it, but then you use the parry version when you when you think that they're going to try and punch out of it. Oh, I didn't know. That. I'm going to have to check that out. But okay, 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 okay. 
So, like, we're probably boring Let's people with our, with our fighting we game not, talk. We do not need to be... Yeah, we can we can talk about this later in fucking DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll do this. We'll, we'll this is a conversation for another time. All right, tell us about the yeah. Gog of Magog invasion. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't with the name, man. I, I, where? I okay, can you tell us where the name came from? Okay, so it's it's some Bible lore I wasn't aware of. It's something out of fucking Ezekiel. Um, basically, like, some prophecy in Ezekiel that, like... Well, that Old Testament shit guy, out. This, like, guy that um, invades Israel, and there's and it's, like, end times prophecy. Or, like, I think it's, like, supposed to be before the tribulation. I don't know how caught up you are on fucking Bible lore. Um, but, like, just, that's, like, it's, like, pre-tribulation shit, you know? lead up to the end times, all that shit. I took, a um, bunch of, I took a bunch of classes on Christianity in college, but that was that was in college, and I've done a lot of drugs since then. <laughs> I've yet to do drugs. I have no connections. Aww. You, you never smoked yeah. pot? Nah. No connections. Oh, we're gonna have to get you high sometime. <laughs> it's, not yeah, for every, some... it's not for everybody, though. Some people, like, you know, it, it fucks with their anxiety and shit. Oh yeah, that that is fair because I do have a lot of anxiety issues, so maybe I don't want to. At least you know, I I would probably do it with like a friend so that I have support. Yes, yes, I would I would love to get you high sometime, and I, I would yeah. I would make sure you didn't get too high, and I would take good care of you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, if you ever come, if you ever come down to at a Wall County once I get a fucking apartment set up. Well, if you're ever up here in Madison County, you can uh, stop on by. You're oh, always welcome. God, you're in Madison? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's fucked up. I hate that for you. <laughs> Why live in the fucking coolest city in the state? Come on. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, y'all have, like, fucking, uh, the, the, I forget what the city's called. I can't remember shit right now. It, it, you know, Alabama. it's 952. It's 952. You know how it is. Oh, I do. I do. And so I'm I'm kind of starting to get uh, a little hungry. This is my dinner time. Oh damn, bro! My my mind's like fucking six. I don't know how the fuck people do the fucking midnight, like right before bed dinner. Well, like I'm I'm up pretty late. Like I, I won't go to bed until like two or three. Oh you, yeah, that's why well, you also, but that's because I'm insomnia. It's not a choice I make. Oh. oh. What's wrong with titties? Okay. Nothing is wrong with titties. Oh, they're talking about the DOA thing. It's just titties. <laughs> it's, There's gratuitous, no it's gratuitous titties. It's, There's no game to it. Yeah, it's literally just bad Tekken, but titties also. Like, the, Tekken has titties, and it also has fucking game design. Like, you know, I'm just saying. There is nothing wrong with titties. We all like titties here. Yes, this is very true. <laughs> Um, okay, so basically, uh, it's like some fucking end time, the, the Gaga Magog shit. It's like some sort of, like, end times in Israel invasion shit, you know? Um, and they, for some fucking reason, firmly believe that Putin is gonna invade, after getting done with Ukraine, is gonna move down to Israel. Like, no joke. Well, that's weird because, like, they ain't even going to take Ukraine. 
They they already fucking retreating. Yeah, I know, but like if you watch the video, it's like so fucking deranged. Also, this video was made um like at like as the invasion had just started and for some it, reason like the date is the second of March, so yeah, it's been going on for about a week. Yeah. It was like um my my preacher is apparently not caught up on the fact that yeah, Putin ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> like at most, he's going to get a few miles, and that's it. Now, did your preacher actually show this in the church, or did they just recommend it? No, they, they showed it. It was a whole thing, like mid-service. Like, they, the service, instead of service tonight, it, it was just this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now, um, we also, uh, fun fact, I actually run... Um, the, uh, stream, we have a live stream on Facebook. This is, this is the real fucking thing. And to avoid in, any possible copyright, uh, we had to, um, basically, uh, put the video, we had to only, like, do a, like, I think it's like two minutes of streaming to tell everybody that we're not streaming. <laughs> and then just link the video in a pinned comment. <laughs> Wow! Well, I'm, I'm assuming there's no copyright to this, is there? Like, I was going to play no, it. No, it's, um... Okay, so another bit of fun shit. Um, they think that, like, I think our preacher, like, genuinely seems to believe that, um, copyright, that, like, uh, internet copyright is going after, like, Christians in particular or something, <laughs> like the censorship thing. Like... Oh, one of those. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. They, the Rock Harbor Church of Bakersfield is on right now. Do you want to drop in and see what we can find? Oh, God, yes. I am so into this. They're having their fucking Wednesday night service. I'm so into this. Yes, let's do it. Here we go. Here's the can, can you hear it? Um, I have your thing muted, so let me pull you up. No, no, you should be able to hear it on, on your end. Defamation, uh, Defamation League always presents their stats. It's getting higher. Oh, and higher yeah, okay. Okay. Anti-Semitism. Now, you know, you look at the Hollywood elite and stuff, a lot of them are Jewish, you know, what's going to get them to go? I don't know. But I do know this. The anti-Semitism is growing. And it's getting worse. And you look at a city like New York. Oh, yeah. This is what he was talking about. Okay. So part of what he was talking about in the video was um, he, he, you know how, like, Israel... You know, and the doing the do the whole Palestine thing is sort of like tried to redefine anti-Semitism to just any critique of the government of yes. Israel instead of you know actual anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, he believe he buys into that hard. So he's a hardcore Zionist. Yeah, he he's one of the ones that like um believes in protecting Israel to speed run the apocalypse. Of course, like, it's all it's it's all about the U.S. Christians wanting to speed up the apocalypse. Israel loves it because they get the tourism, everybody coming to visit the, the holy sites and the shit, monies, and the money the from our the government, the bombs, you know, and all that shit. <laughs> the missiles, the anti-ballistics missiles for the Iron Wall, for Iron Dome, not Wall. Disposable thumbs. What do you mean? Hit a nerve. What? Are, what did you hit a nerve about? Oh no. Okay. Def disposable thumbs. I was joking about the uh, the the uh, DOA shit. Oh, we're talking about the um, jiggly titties in general. 
I don't like it, but like it isn't genuinely <laughs> a violent response out of me. I just like to do joke around with the fucking how trash the game is. But I don't. I honestly don't care. Like if you play DOA, I don't give a fuck. Okay, so there there are Zionist Jewish people who believe in like the the superiority of Israel, and then there are Jewish people who aren't Zionists, and that's the majority yeah. of Jewish people actually. Yeah. Hashtag deconstruction. This is a new trend among the younger. What? Oh, God. Hashtag deconstruction. The article said, deconstruct your faith. Of youngers, okay, are from people who have deconverted from Christianity. They've become. I'm reading this shit. Oh, wait. Also, um, another thing is due to the, you know, hardcore Zionism of this guy. He um really likes to go after Islam for obvious reasons. Oh, I bet. Well, I, we're talking about somebody who probably uh, came of age. He looks about my age, so like nine eleven would have happened, yeah. like right at like yeah. senior years and shit. <sighs> yeah, and like he was actually talking about like um he also doesn't like uh, the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church, well, the I Russian mean- Orthodox. I, I agree with him about the Catholic Church. <laughs> well, no, not about that. Oh, that's he, not the problem that, he has. That, the, it's, it's well, not, it's not all the I sex abuse he has a problem with. Well, I don't know. He didn't really go hard into it. He kind of just was maybe like, yeah. Um, oh, wait, why is he bringing up Zelensky? Wait, wait, what? I don't know. I turned him down. I'd actually been uh, considering. I, I I announced this back in the fall, but I didn't get a chance to. I got really busy and couldn't do it. I was going to start doing a troll patrol show that's actually uh, religious based and do it on Sunday. Oh God, I'd love that. Sinful Sundays, and we would do you know just clips of fucking religious assholes. I'd love to see that, but I probably wouldn't see it. <laughs> I yeah, because I'd probably do it of us like a Sunday morning or something. Oh, that would make it hard. <laughs> it would be up on the YouTube. I'm still, I'm still gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to it uh, eventually. Yeah, I, I, I'll probably just you know get the vods. <laughs> uh, All right, Amnestic. I uh, I am getting super hungry, so okay. I appreciate yeah. you turning me on to this video. I will mock it later, I promise you. Yeah, if you, if you ever get around to it, call, uh, DM me and I'll come back for even more fun shit. Absolutely. I always enjoy it when mm-hmm. you show up. Oh, thanks. Love having you here. Well, good night. Oh, yeah, it's getting late. Uh, fucking Star Trek Voyager just came on. It's time to fucking watch some Good quality television. There you go. Go watch you some Star Trek. A fantastic show. Oh, yeah. Voyager. By the way, everybody, fuck anybody who hates DS9. I have no... I, that's an unironic, like, anger thing. Like, I've, I've I've only seen, like, uh, 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 the, the new generation, and, like, I've seen several of the movies. Like, I watched uh, Wrath of Khan. That was one of oh, the, I went on a uh, uh, like- kick watching 4K movies, and I watched Wrath of Khan like a year ago yeah see there's uh like four good star trek movies <laughs> what, what about the reboot that they did a few years ago are you down with that uh the reboots are eh, they're not very good star trek they're okay movies 
the one from like 2014, 2015. I shouldn't watch that. Um, they're they're not representative of what Star Trek is. Like that, and I mean, I say that, and that's like a problem some people have with DS Nine. But at least DS Nine still kept around like some of the fundamental like feel of Star Trek. The new movies just kind of toss it. Have like, you uh, have you enjoyed the Picard show? Have you got to check it out? Um, I loved season one, but it, it was still a little bit iffy. I was mainly there for the character development. It does lack the sort of like going to new worlds feel, but like I do like the characters, so I'm still into it. Um, I've, I've and, seen people rave about it. I haven't got to check it out yet. Uh, I haven't gotten to what look at the uh, second season though. Um, we have Paramount Plus right now. I just haven't gotten around to it. That app is horrible. I hate Paramount Plus. Oh yeah, um, I, my dad is um, not very tech literate, and he will fucking scream across the fucking house when it's either a- Paramount Plus or HBO stops working properly, and like especially after like we got the fucking smart TV. It's just, it's even worse, because the remote on the smart TV is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen, and I know how technology works, and I don't know how that thing fucking works. When I go over to Sparkle's house, I can't fucking operate her TV. Yeah, it I'm has an like, audio-visual like, technician! That is literally my title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm... I'm not used to the smart TVs, right? Like, I've got one, but, like, all it is is to hook up to my computer. Like, I don't need your smart mm-hmm. features. Yeah, that's what that's what it, um, my dad uses for monitors is two small smart TVs. I've got, I've got one over here, and then I've got, like, three. I've got an array of three monitors here on my desk. Oh, damn, nice. I got a TV that I play Apex Legends on. <laughs> and the big play TV fucking... over there in the corner. Yeah. Just literally just one fat TV that I run Xbox shit on. Smells like Samsung. I'm actually an LG guy. Like, I've never had a problem with an LG TV, so I always buy LG. Hey, Vizio is a pretty pretty good brand. I'm just going to say it. I've had one, and I never had any problem with it either. Yeah, like, we've we've had, like, one for, I think, like, 10 years. Like, almost as long as uh, we've had, like, uh the car and it has just not given us any fucking trouble at all until like recently and then i got it because it was starting to get trouble and then we got the smart tv and so then i have like uh lines or something on it um audio on the right side was going out but that isn't a problem for me because i mainly uh just do xbox stuff and play with my headphones on there you go. Or you can you can get a uh, like a, a a bar or something. Those aren't uh, those aren't that expensive. Like I got, I think I got mine for like thirty bucks. It's in my bedroom. Yeah. One of those sound bar mm-hmm. deals. All right, all right. Anyway, anyway, I need to go make a meatloaf yeah, and some mashed potatoes. Doing the thing where you're like, "Yep, we're leaving now," and then we keep fucking talking for eighty minutes. I'm I'm very much yeah, like not that. Five hour long stream. But thank you for all your work that you do on the Discord. You you and Warlord help keep the Discord going, and I appreciate I, that. I mean, I've, I've needed the experience of a fucking parade for a while now, you know? I, I don't know if I've ever told you, but the reason I'm not on Discord is because if I'm on Adobe, my video editing software, it, 
and I open Discord, it causes my computer to crash. That is a very weird issue. I don't know if that's like uh, processing limitations or what, but that is very strange. I wouldn't think Although that it's I a believe- processing thing because I've got a hell of a lot of RAM. It may just be a weird thing with Adobe. I don't use Adobe, so I wouldn't know. It's it's well, like fucking Discord, like it taps into my like audio card or something. Like it does something weird to my audio when I load it up. So I'm thinking there's some kind of conflict there. But if I have the two of them open at the same, or if I if I have Premiere open and I open Discord, it crashes my computer. So like that's I'm not on yeah, during the day because um, I remember using uh, Netflix. Um, the old, I think, I think this still is actually a thing. Netflix completely overrides your audio output, so nothing else comes out. You know, I haven't had Netflix in like five fucking years. Same. Same. I just, uh, well, also, like, I've gotten back to where, like, uh, I'm pirating a lot more than I used to. (laughs) Just because there's too many fucking streaming services now. Yeah, this is very true. Uh, the, yeah, the church, it's, the honestly, is, it's not uh, that bad working on the Discord server. It's, it's like, occasionally I have to do a, a band wave because Groypers, but I don't really mind it because it's not like I have a life. Oh. Uh, I apologize for your lack of a life. I'm going to let you go and watch Star Trek. I'm going to go uh, make a uh, meatloaf. <laughs> Amnestic, it was, a, it was a pleasure to actually finally talk to you, other than just in PMs. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Nice to actually be able to talk to a streamer. That's a rare a rare thing, so. I enjoy this. I love being interactive. I want people to fucking call and argue with me and keep me in line. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, most of the streamers that I hang around or, or hanging out in the communities of are, like, kind of, you know, more, like, chill or just, like, not very... Or only interact, like, through chat and not really voice calls. That and also, I'm I'm waiting for the day where we have a transphobe and I can drop the what is a chair question on a motherfucker. Like, just, like, define a chair. It amazes me. It amazes me that we don't get more transphobes with as much fucking uh, uh, shit that I kick up on transphobe sides. Like, especially with, like, fucking around with Matt Walsh, like, the king of transphobia right now. Yeah, go, go you've, you've seen my videos on YouTube and how many fucking people are, like, there's, like, 500 comments of transphobes under my video yeah. making fun of Matt Walsh. Like. But they, they don't want to show their face during the live show, though. Look, if, it, if any of them man up enough to actually fight a woman in the arena, like. I'll fucking go. I'll fucking go at him. I will. I will let you know if one shows up and you're not in here. <laughs> yeah. If 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 I'm like if unless it's like su- like Sunday or like Wednesday evening the church or nuts. most of the day on Sunday, I'm on like around somewhere, and I'd I'd be willing to break up like temporarily hop out of like a siege party if I get to debate a transphobe. That's like. My priorities is, like, debating a transphobe, then right under that, playing Siege with the boys. Okay, so here's the thing, is, like, I think all the transphobes want to go and, like, attack poly people or some shit. Or they want to go to Riverboat Jack. Oh, God, yeah. I love I love Jack. 
He's I awesome. Do I, lo I love all, like, all my streamer friends that I've made on Twitch. Uh, I love them all. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. Okay, In the okay. count of three, we're going to disconnect this motherfucking call. I am getting into the fucking thing. On the one. count of three. One, two. Oh! I went early. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. I am. Uh, let's do uh, Sad O Biden. Let's do Sad O Biden here. We're gonna skip a few stories. We'll do them tomorrow. But let's let's make a fun. Uh, let's make some fun of some right wingers before we get out of here. Content warning: You're getting ready to see Tucker Carlson's stupid ass face. It is sad to see what's happening now to Biden. Apparently. All the right-wingers have a video about how, like, Biden wasn't cognitively there during the press conference he gave with Obama yesterday. Let's hear what Tucker has to say. The most unpopular person in virtually any room he enters. If you doubt it, watch this. This was the scene at the White House today. Take a careful look at this. You've never seen anything like it. It's not as bad as the last time I walked into the kitchen and forgot what I was there for, which happens two, three times a day. That's the president of the United States in his own house, shunned. Nobody would talk to him. So Biden wandered off looking vacant as a crowd formed around a former president, Barack Obama, who was obviously deeply grateful for the attention. And then it got worse. It got much more poignant than that. Watch Biden try to horn in on the conversation swirling around Obama. Everyone involved in that conversation, including Kamala Harris, who supposedly works for Biden, ignored Biden completely. Biden desperately tried to get Obama's attention. He puts his hand on Obama's shoulder. He even calls him Barack, like they're friends. But Obama blows him off. He acts like Biden's not even there. Ask yourself if you have ever in your life seen anything sadder than this. Yes, yes, I have. And it's called Tucker Carlson's attempt at trying to attack people. There is a tension in the Obama and Biden camps. Uh, they're cordial with each other. They don't necessarily like each other all that much. Kind of like Obama and Hillary hated each other. Ah, make it stop. It's awful. King Obama? What? What? Oh, my God. They did make it stop. It was only a minute and a half clip. Shit. I wanted to hear how he's King Obama. What the fuck? Uh, but, hey, Benny Johnson says that Hunter Biden is actually going to bring down the Biden presidency. Let's hear from old Benny and see what he has to say. Hunter Biden's royal screw-up may instantly bring down the entire Biden crime family. 
They uh, they have been saying this over and over again. Benny had like three videos saying the exact same thing today. Right-wing uh, idiots eat this shit up. A federal criminal investigation. New York Post has an exclusive story today reporting that a grand jury asked a witness to say, who is the big guy? And Fox News has a story about Ron Klain from a decade ago tying him to Hunter Biden and more. Alexander Hoff ties it. Ron Klain being the White House chief of staff right now. Good morning, Bill. Well, the fact that these grand jury witnesses are being called is a sign that this investigation is being taken seriously, but an official answer may up the seriousness for the president himself. Let's go back to 2020. The New York Post then released a bombshell report on a loosely coded email written by one of Hunter Biden's business partners. He discussed the equity distribution on a deal with a Chinese energy conglomerate. It included is it, this. Is, is this business partner, is this uh, Tony Babaluk or whatever the fuck his name was that gave a interview to uh, Tucker Carlson during the 2020 election. Held by H for the big guy. Now, last week, the Washington Post confirmed that $4.8 million in payments from that same Chinese company made their way to Hunter Biden and the president's brother, James. This weekend, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain came to bat for the family. Of course, the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, but most importantly, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice well, Department. I mean, depends on which law. Smoking crack is against the law. Hunter Biden is currently under federal investigation for his foreign business dealings. Here's former assistant FBI director Chris Swecker earlier today. If you go to a, a mark, if you will, the Chinese government or anybody else and say, and tell them, I have someone who... I'm sorry, do you guys want me to put that back up so his face isn't visible? ...influence and sell it, then that is fraud if the person isn't actually involved. The worst case scenario is that person, Joe Biden, the big guy... You guys don't want to look at his face. Here's another interesting note. Fox News Digital exclusively reviewed emails that show back in 2012, the chairman of the vice president's residence foundation reached out to Hunter Biden to quickly help in raising $20,000. Now, that chairman was Ron Klain, now <gasps> Biden's chief of staff. Bill. Alex, more to come. Thanks in Washington. Dana. Well, let's bring in the assistant editor of the... Ladies and gentlemen, as we have seen from some recent breakthrough... The Benny Show. I finally, finally saw the actual Benny show. I've played clips from Benny Johnson before. They've always just been like this, him talking into his phone. I actually saw the actual Benny Johnson show. I didn't know that it was a real thing. Apparently, he broadcast of a morning. It's not going to end well. Now, we didn't even know that it would be this big. Barack Obama now getting dragged into the Biden crime family scandals. This is absolutely going to take down an entire regime. There's a group of people who wish to rule you, who think that they know better than you, who think that they're essentially gods on this earth put in charge of you. Their right, they used to call it a divine right, to rule over you, okay? Kings used to say that God gave them the ability. The fuck is he talking about? You control your life and to break you down and to violate your civil liberties. Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Yeah, 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 because I'm advocating for the government to violate my civil liberties while I'm arguing with people over the cops upholding the Constitution. You stupid fuck. I know both part of that class and it's why criminality doesn't even occur to them. This is a criminal enterprise. The Biden crime family is a criminal enterprise. They are most likely going to be seeing cuffs. Who will see cuffs? Will Barack Obama I promise you, I promise you that Joe Biden 
will not see cuffs. Hunter Biden's not going to see cuffs. Nobody in the Biden family is going to jail. Hillary Clinton's not going to jail. Hate to burst your bubble. If there is anybody of a political, uh, in terms of a national political figure that is going to go to jail, and I have my doubts about that happening, it's definitely Trump. Sorry, Benny. Sorry. Obama's cuffs? I don't think so. I think you'll see really nasty headlines. I think they'll get dragged in because of the extreme amount of illegality that occurred under his regime, under his presidency, Barack Obama's. See, Joe was doing all of this. Most of this grift, virtually all of it, occurred under Barack Obama's presidency. And Barack Obama is sitting there with his own ethics department having to answer for this stuff. Listen, if it's his own vice president doing it, he is implicated. It's happening on your regime. There's an old saying that goes, the buck stops here, right? It was modernized many times over with presidents repeating, the buck stops here. What happens in my administration ends on my desk. This has been a truism, whether it's Nixon or Reagan or... I believe that was Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, really? Was Nixon held accountable? What about Ronald Reagan? What, what When all the officials in the Iran-Contra scandal went to jail, it didn't go up to Ronald Reagan. Why was that? Bill Clinton. So Barack Obama is going to have to answer for the crimes that were committed by his own vice president while he was president and that were happening under his nose. Because what you have here is a situation where Hunter Biden is going around and essentially violating. It was Truman. I'm sorry. I I was I was uh, forty years. Uh, off by about forty years. It was Truman, not uh, Roosevelt. Violating what the State Department is telling him to do. There are all these red flashing warning signs, and Hunter Biden saying like this, and Joe Biden is going around. Literally bragging, literally bragging that this is all happening. You remember the clip. I went to the prosecutor and I told him, you got to get fired or you're not getting the money. That's Joe Biden. That's a crime family tactic. This is what a mafia tactic. This is leverage, right? No, as we have covered many times on this show, that is the opposite of what happened in Ukraine. Benny doesn't know what he's talking about. This is just what a mafia boss would do. They're going to leverage, except for the difference is that Joe Biden's using your money and the faith and credit of the American system. And now it's all collapsing down on his head. We think that Hunter Biden will get perp walked here. Now they're asking uh-huh. the big guys. Uh-huh. Grand juries are coming after Joe Biden. The whole thing is collapsing and it's beautiful to see. A Trump kid will be perp walked before Hunter Biden is. Sorry, Benny. Sorry. Here's an adorable armadillo. This is at a wildlife refuge. Uh, He was rescued. The adorable armadillo was rescued from illegal trafficking and now lives at a wildlife refuge. She doesn't interact much with people, but she is very curious and wanted to smell all the other animals the caretaker had been working with. I've never, I've never seen video of an armadillo like up this close. She is indeed precious, though. <laughs> like she wanted to smell the knee of her handler. 
If you guys are watching on Twitch, it is Wednesday night, so it is time for the Intellectual Dollar Tree over on Echoplex Media. Let's go say hey to HK and producer Dave. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on Patrol Patrol Live.